Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we are your hosts. Today's scripture comes from Matthew 26, and we start in verse 20. It says, When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Man, ominous foretelling. Love it. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we're back with another War is Everything episode, and uh, thank God it's an interview. <laughs> Are you getting sick of Keebler? No, not sick of Keebler. I love that guy. Text that guy almost every day. But, uh, yeah, I think people are, are tired of the moral dilemma thing, so we're, we're switching it up a little bit coming up here, a little <laughs> bit more of the theology and the apologetic side of things, so people aren't always like, well, I guess I'm a sinner. Here we go again. <laughs> I guess I'm but going to hell now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we are sinners, but that's not the point. It's not every you know, not everybody wants to hear about moral dilemmas every episode. So anyway, um, no, we have an interview. So we have Chris Daniel back on from uh, Return to Sender. So we got some new music. Woohoo! Yeah, welcome. <laughs> it's our it's our best one yet, I think personally. And it's our second one, so if it's not best, it's the second best. Hey, I'm batting 50%, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm say, <laughs> not everybody gets invited back on, at least not so far, so. Yeah, I was going to say, you Doing know. Doing better than over 50% of our people. We must not hate him too much if we're allowing him back on. It's because I'm a fun guy. This is true. Honestly, like I said that in our, uh, what was it, our, our yearly recap episode, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said that my favorite episode up to that point was the Return to Sender one with Chris, so. I thought that was me that said that. Nope, it was definitely me. I'm Listen, pretty sure. Chris, 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 I like you. you. I like you more that was 100 percent me and not you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you. It's okay. There's enough of me to go around. Y'all, calm down. Yeah. It, it was not Hunter. Trust me, it was me because I'm gonna you know. go back and listen, and then when I'm wrong, I'm not gonna say anything to you. Yeah, it <laughs> was. It was absolutely like not Hunter. About. Yeah. So when you guys bring it up, you're like, huh? I didn't, I didn't say anything. Nope. <laughs> For for Chris, who I don't think actually listened to that, you know, we both at the end of our end of the year episode, we were talking about our favorite episodes and we each had a couple to throw out there. And, you know, I had one that I think it was I was talking about the one with mouth alter. Maybe yes. that was the one yeah, because, uh, you know, because because Johnny the, brought his Bible out. Yeah, and the conversation <laughs> got very deep into a lot of really interesting mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And then I was like on the other side of things, like I really enjoyed that episode with you because we just laughed and joked the whole time. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's a, it's good to it's good to have a, a, one of those sit back and laugh thing. I'm a very like laugh it off kind of person. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so if I, I tell like, you, man, you are ugly, oh, you'll geez. just laugh that off. Yeah, I am. Have you looked at me? I, I have <laughs> to. I have to do that too because whether I like it or not, he's he's on me constantly about these things, making jokes. I am the joke of Blue Fire Horizon. <laughs> and this podcast for fair reason yeah I'm the, i mean I'm if you knew me in, in real like not in real life but if you like were living near me and saw me daily you'd understand it's just whatever he has a reputation in this entire like 40 square mile area for being an idiot so hey, you know. that's okay that's okay you're not wrong with that 
Hey, listen, I say this. This is what I say. Laughter is the best medicine. So if I can make people laugh, I'm, I've done good. And plus, y'all caught me on a really hyper day, so there ain't no telling what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, jeez. This might be the first time, you got, so we have to you add got, in some sound effects here. You got the bleep button ready? Yeah. <laughs> hey, last time I did good. What I only I messed up once. I think I, I think don't even so. remember. I left it in, whatever it was, if it was. I remember because well. I patted myself on the back. So, <laughs> but anyway, the reason why we read uh, Matthew 26, specifically uh, Judas betraying Jesus, was uh, because of Return to Sender's new song, Judas. So uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. Chris didn't send it to me as soon as he sent it to Zacharias, so I'm a little salty about that, but uh, eh. it's fine. I got to hear it before it actually released, so I I can at least say that. I got to have a bit of a hand in the writing sorry. of the song, too, because he sent the demos to me, and I gave him some feedback that was helped. That helped I'm sorry. I quit. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen, so listen, I don't know. I don't know. His name came out first, to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's fine. Honestly, he didn't know until uh, Chris Johnson from Hard Look started to send stuff to him that Chris had been sending me his like first and second, you know, uh, preliminary mm-hmm. final mixes uh, well before what was it? It was before Infinite Rebirth. Infinite Rebirth, mm-hmm. I listened to every track before it was released, which was awesome. Um, and I got to that's give Chris some great uh, input on that. So I can't be that upset because it's it's really just paying me back for that. I gotta say that guy has really come a long way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we literally just talked I, to him last week. <laughs> I gotta give Thursday. him some props. Like I'm, I think I found him somewhere, and I started following him. And I was listening. And I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, te- uh, technical and then Infinite Rebirth came out. And I was thing. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, or sorry, Industrial Technical Deathcore. Is which not does which sounds weird. That sounds yeah, it's, weird. It's very yeah. specific, but it's him. That's hard look. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we we talked to Chris, and actually, uh, that was last week Thursday. And uh, shoot, what was I going to say? I have no idea. I totally lost. Oh, he's a uh, he actually listens to our podcast, so I don't know if he stays as up to date as you know newest episode, but uh, he definitely has listened to the majority of episodes, so he will probably hear that. So I'm I'm glad. Hey, you what's up, Chris? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From one Chris to another. Right. Those Chris has got to stick together. The world's against us. <laughs> I don't know. I think Chris is like the most common name in the Christian metal listen, scene at listen. this point. Shh. Christian Roach, Chris Daniel, <laughs> Chris, Johnson. Chris Johnson. My goodness. It just, uh, if I look up Chris, I'm sure I'm going to find like six more. Yeah, definitely. So, it's I'm changing my name now. I'm going with the good. middle name, Steven. Man, it don't sound as good. It don't sound as good. I don't know. No Chris is in the Bible. Got Christopher stoned, Adam but, from but, uh, a Stephen for did. the Rock. Yeah, I say Stephen got stoned <laughs> in the Bible, but there were no Chrises that got stoned to death listen, in the Bible. So, listen, I'm I'm supposed to be metal all the way around, right? I'm a sheet metal worker. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and then my middle metal. name Stephen. He got stoned with rocks. Come on, rock. Yeah. <laughs> metal. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't got a fake laugh. Come on, I, man. I'm actually laughing. That's the sad part. <laughs> No, I'm fake laughing, and then I actually laughed when he said I had to stop fake laughing. <laughs> that's my dad. That's the dad in me. I can't help it. <laughs> so with uh, being a return guest, uh, we can skip some of the, the more basic stuff, but uh, talk about new music. Like, What's the process been for you since you guys? Because I know we talked about that on the initial episode. Things yeah. have changed. I know you... Uh, you told me a little bit of how things have grown for you guys, but uh, 
let's give everybody a little bit of insight on there. So, so when I guess when me and Logan first started, it was like, you know, this is our first band. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna write what sounds good. Hmm. And for the most part, it worked out. But like, I don't know, y'all artists, so y'all understand like oh, that sounds a little off, you know. And so now we're starting to write to click tracks and trying to get everything more on time and try to cut back. So like, I guess return to sender, I would say is chaotic because we are, if you've listened to us, we're pretty. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to try to calm it down a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And then focus more on like the breakdowns and, you know, we want to write. So so I've gotten so used to writing to click tracks now that I ha we had an EP planned, right? And we had six songs written on it. We, it was Pillow of Sand was the first one. That was the last one. And I still haven't really listened to it very much. Because <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of the mixes like, why did I drop that? Yeah. Why did I do that? But it's out there now. <laughs> so it's too late, you know. Some people like the rough mixes. I mean, that's that's y'all's. Y'all got it. That's but, uh, that's the whole black metal scene right there. Yeah, yeah we had this discussion part. last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was recorded on a potato. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've gotten so used to writing with click tracks and like the where we're going, which I think I sent both of y'all the newest one. Mm. And it, it was to a click track and it sounds it's way more you know what i'm saying yep and so i think we want to go for today i told logan the other day i said i think we're just going to delete everything else we got <laughs> oh, i said i don't even know which which is bad because we have they there is a song that christian roach is going to be on and then there's another one called cast your stone i think i told you about it last time that was talking mm -hmm. about like people judging like you know the wrong way i guess i'd say yep and and that's a really like beast song so i don't like it want to completely but now i had to go rewrite it to click track so we're all on on style so we definitely have improved we got a a new uh producer or i guess i'd say engineer mixing engineer hmm. his name's uh matthew bew he's from the uk i actually i actually found him on the internet so i was like interesting what's up bro you wanna <laughs> you wanna do some <laughs> mixing <laughs> Nice. Literally, that's what my email said. Bro, you going to do some mixing? <laughs> <laughs> Who let this guy in charge of PR? <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, He's almost as bad today, as me. Yeah. <laughs> my boss right. told me today, he said, Chris, how do you talk to people? You ain't got no cooth. I said, what is that? Yeah. He's like, that's the point. Because <laughs> I say exactly what I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so anyways, so, and actually that was a different experience because like, I'm so used to doing everything myself and well, Logan does his guitar stuff and sends it to me. And then we all kind of put it together, send it back and forth, you know? Yeah. Excuse me. And then, uh, so, and this guy communicated with just email. <sighs> I was like, he's, he sent the first one back and some of the drumming was off and I was like, I'm going to have to type a three page essay. So he understands. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, because I'm not saying that he's like, you know, not going to understand. It's just how I explain things, you know, mm -hmm. it'd be a whole lot easier. I was like, man, call me, you know? And he's like, well, while you're, when you get off work, I'm asleep and all this. And I'm like, I'll call you at work. 
I'm yeah. the boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but we finally got it and we we finally got the system. So the next couple songs will be done right. And I think that's what we're going to do. So if we don't redo all of them songs, we'll just get them mixed right. And then start with the the whole full length is which that song I sent to y'all is going to be on. That's going to be like the first one on it. And uh, actually that one, I got a, I came up with a cool concept. So I know everybody talks about the downfall of man, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I wanted to write about, except for I wanted to start in the garden and go from today till today, you know? So if y'all read, if y'all could understand that song, y'all could, y'all probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You even sent me some, uh, 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 lyrics for another song that you were yeah. like, Hey, what do you think? I'm like, well, clearly you're talking about both the original sin in the garden and today. And you're like, yep, you got it. That's the concept right there. I'm like, all right, perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then you corrected me. Cause I put an instead of a, I'm a redneck. The fact that they're all spelled right is good. Yeah, I corrected his grammar. That was... <laughs> First off, it took me a second because he sent it back and he said, this is the only problem I got. And it took me five minutes. So I was like, what? What? I reread it, reread it, reread it. And I'm like, what? Are you talking about the and? If he's talking about Ann, boy, we're going to have... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I, I, I wanted a grammar teacher, I'd ask for one. So, so he did that to you, but then he'll send me lyrics with typos like throughout the entire friggin' thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can oh, give him. Oh, I'm judging him hard next time. Yeah, I'm judging hard. Okay, just because I see typing errors in other people's things doesn't mean I proofread my own to make That's sure there true. are no typos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time you message me, I'm correcting you now. I got it. Just to don't be message Chris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to be completely open, I I was talking about plans with uh meeting up with a friend for uh, some beat ups tomorrow, and I. I accidentally, because I'm in the middle of like corralling children and trying to make dinner and a bunch of other things with my wife, and my response to him was, "What are you think?" Instead of "What are you thinking?" <laughs> hey, what so, do you think, man? Yeah, what are you think? See, that's mm-hmm. normal around here. Yeah, <laughs> I knew I would. I knew what you meant. Like if I had put if I if I had put "What do you think?" Like you know, "What do you?" And like I don't know, people spell that out sometimes, but like that's different than "What are you think?" So I, I felt so dumb, but. Yeah. <laughs> That what do you made me think? So like, you know, and here down here in the south, our words run together, right? So oh, I don't yeah. know if y'all say it the same way y'all type. So like, I have this problem when I type, I'm actually saying what I'm typing. So in what I head, type. Yeah. So like <laughs> I said the other day, well maybe they shouldn't have done that. Like shouldn't. It was like yeah. oh shouldn't have. <laughs> I've I've actually typed out shouldn't have in two, in a double contraction form where you do the apostrophe T apostrophe yep. V E, but yeah. I hate when people put shouldn't and then of O F. I'm like oh. why why? No, <laughs> my biggest That's... one is uh so I say bow a lot, and I will not type bow. I won't okay. do it because I'm afraid someone's going to think I'm calling him boo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> bow is bo you know yep and then boo i don't know this i just won't i'll be like i'll come up with any other word what's up man what's up y'all what up cuh you know yeah. but bo is not <laughs> now i, mean, I can... call you bo all day but yeah, you can I'm... message me anytime call me boo or bo i call I hunter care. boo all yeah. the time i call both of y'all boo what's up 
There we go. <laughs> right, y'all done. When we gonna sit there? When we gonna watch Star Wars together? Come on, man. Oh man, I t- and the Lord of the Rings. Totally forgot about that. <gasps> Boy, extended. So, j- j- <laughs> okay, my wife. We, I had got like an hour and a half into the first Lord of the Rings movie and was like, "Is it done yet?" I'm like, "You got two more hours." Yeah, not a, like she was. She was entertained. It was just like. The movie's not over. I'm like, there's two more after this, and this one's only half done. (laughs) Was it the extended version? No. (laughs) You still got an hour and a half. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe an hour 15. Well, you started off wrong because you didn't use the extended version. Yeah, that's the first first problem. That's the first problem. Okay, but the the Lord of the Rings, half of it is just different scenes of them walking. (laughs) That's that's true, especially the first movie. Yeah, and the extended version is just more walking. (laughs) (laughs) I got to, so I just, I just um, started dating someone and she's a bigger Star Wars nerd. She's a bigger Star Wars nerd than I am, which is kind of, y'all follow me on Facebook. Y'all know. (laughs) But uh, so we were talking, she's like, but I've never seen the Lord of the Rings. (gasps) Oh, jeez. Like, you going to learn today. Yeah, you going to learn today. <laughs> we going to learn you real good. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I, I feel terrible because this is something that used to be common knowledge to me. Uh, there's the alphabet that Star Wars uses. That It's basically a code. It replaces English letters mm-hmm. uh, for the, the Star Wars alphabet that they use. And I used to be able to read it at one point. But anyway, whatever that's called. I went to a bar in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, uh, where uh, technically we're from. I know, I know, I know. I'm a sinner. Um, but <laughs> this was also with uh, my previous workplace where we would go on every other Friday or something. You know, yeah. all of these Let's people drank out. significantly. I went to, yeah, to socialize. And uh, the bartender actually had uh, the, like the letters. I, th- I was on her arm or on her leg, one of the two. And I'm just like, I recognize that. And I, I couldn't remember if it was anakin's name or if it was uh another revenge of the sith character i can't remember who it was mm-hmm. i think it was anakin but i said something and she's like oh most people don't even know what that you know what it is and i'm just like yeah i realize i have no life that's fine uh, <laughs> you have done well my young padawan yeah. <laughs> i felt i felt you know accomplished for a moment until she was like yeah almost nobody and then i realized you know yeah almost nobody because yeah <laughs> right you see, have y'all seen, did I show y'all my new one, my new tattoo? I saw, I saw it on, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah Facebook, yeah. I saw so, it. So, like, everybody's like, what is that? The rebel symbol, come on. I'll slap every one of y'all. <laughs> okay, but, I'm like, not, like, a huge Star Wars nerd or anything like that, but I have seen all the Star Wars movies, like, you know. <laughs> Tiny rebel symbol. See, I got, but I had to, so, like, you know, I got all these flowers. I had to keep it. Yep. So, then I'm getting the Galactic Republic here. Nice. The Galactic Empire here. And then I'm getting a lightsaber here. And then my whole leg's going to be the Clone Wars because that's my favorite. For those of you listening, he is just pointing at his arm right now. That's all he's doing is talking and pointing at his arm because we don't actually use the video. Yeah. So, anyway, (laughs) I I wanted to say this before we get, I mean, we got way (laughs) off track anyway. (laughs) What were we talking about? I have ADHD. For those those who uh, aren't musicians or who aren't part of the the scene and uh, don't play or record anything. Uh, click tracks are the basically the metronome that allows us to record, and for a lot of bands, live allows us to stay in time with, you know, if there's instrumentation in the background and all that. So that way, the song sounds more like the original that's on the, you know, the streaming platform or CD or whatever else. So, yeah, that's what a click track is. It's literally just a thing that's 
in the back of our ears just constantly keeping us in time it's that thing that the first band i was ever in i was the drummer and uh one of the members uncle who was big in the local music scene came to watch us practice and as soon as we were done the first question he asked me was do you ever practice to a click track huh? and i went what's a click track <laughs> a what <laughs> Yeah, as soon as a drummer or anybody really says, what's a click track? I'm like, that, that's the answer. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, hey. So, <laughs> so, my, Sorry, Chris. so my, my doll, so Studio One, I can make my own click track. Too, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I can set it and set it how long and whatnot. I'm sure, I don't know what y'all use, but I don't know if it does that. But anyways. Yes. So Taman come to record, right? And I, and I was like, all right, we're going to start off with 4-4, right? And I was sitting here. And I was sitting here. I was like, that's too slow. I was like, so I kicked that thing up to like, what was it? Like 16 something. It was, it was like, Durr. I was like, how do that? Jeez. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't even have to be specific to the beat. It it really helps. But yeah, depending on your tempo and whatever, it changes. Oh, yeah. So, like Zachariah is over here like, this song's in 200. I'm like, you maniac. EPMs? Yeah, yep. 200 beats per minute. Yeah. Yeah, we have one song for the new album that I'm like, okay, so the the rhythm of the the lyrics is more at like a 100 BPM, but I want it yeah. it I want the music to be faster at 200 BPM so that like it keeps yeah. that same, you know. And Hunter's just like looking at me like I'm the worst human being that ever existed because I'm making <laughs> it play really fast. I don't I don't like playing fast. The thing is, for me, I'm used to slow because i mean okay okay hold on hold on as a worship leader as my job that's what i do like everything is relatively slow and reverent and all on that. them drums but that's the, so like that's <laughs> the thing like i can definitely add in all the crazy stuff to it that's fantastic and i enjoy it on guitar but the thing is i'm so not used to it anymore mm -hmm. that when someone's like yeah this is 160 170 like half of our stuff is 150 mm -hmm. plus for sure I think almost everything is 150 plus. The exception would be like Graveyard and that I think that's it right May now. Made to Suffer is technically 120, although it, it has more of a 240 it, yeah. feel. Yeah. Anyway, so we I'm used to it because of the band now, but when he starts going higher and higher, I'm just like, come on. <laughs> I also like we fell into an odd rut writing for this new Where album that everything was, was at like 150 to 170. Yeah. So like almost <laughs> everything had the same feel. So I like almost forced myself like, okay, I'm going to write something that's a different tempo than the rest yeah. of these. We're going to do something different. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when I first started playing drums when I was younger, I thought that faster meant heavier. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I have come to learn that that's not necessarily true. They're like, go listen to some breakdowns out there, mm -hmm. especially like, you know, fit for an autopsy for sure. Mm. They're they're like groovy beats and they're like slower and it's heavy. And I'm like, Ooh, do I have like to take that. the Christian label off of this podcast if I mention to the Hellfire <laughs> by oh. Lorna Shore? Yeah, What's I wrong? mean, I would I would never never uh, recommend them as a band, especially not their older stuff. But at the, at the same time. If you want, if you are an extreme metalhead, you want heavy. If you haven't heard it, you're not a metalhead. But yeah, I was about to say, if you yeah. you've been hiding under a rock to the hellfire, the even just go to the last like minute. That's all you need. You get through the solo. The and last then, thirty seconds. Yeah, I I love that. How in the end of that song, not to get way off topic, the the tempo slows down, 
and the drums get faster because the tempo slows down. Yeah. It's stupid. It's almost like a down tempo. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't have to explain it. But you said you said you wouldn't recommend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, my okay. style. That's what I grew up on. No, you know? it's and it's not even the style. It's more yeah. of the lyrical uh, side of things, especially that song. Even and most people don't understand the lyrics anyway. I know. If, if you're just listening to it for the the aesthetic, to the Hellfire is like, it's going to be an iconic deathcore song, especially yeah. symphonic deathcore for yeah. the rest of time. Oh, it's definitely brought like deathcore back into light, and and yep. you know, well, Will I Ramos. It was them and not us, yeah, but not, not no. to glorify <laughs> any any man, but Will Ramos has revived Lorna Shore. You know, I just I was just reading this. I didn't know he was in Monument of a Memory. Y'all ever yep. heard of them? Yep. So, so I came across them on Facebook like seven years, eight years ago. And I was like, well, they're pretty beast. And then I forgot about them. And then, so I was looking at something and it said, it said, Will Ramos, ex monument of a memory vocal. I said, is that where he's from? <laughs> seven, I don't know where he was hiding. Yeah. I'm going to say seven or eight years. He, uh, he did not waste time. Yeah. No, so and he come into uh, Lorna Shore swinging, boy, mm-hmm. swinging. But see, a lot of people we're gonna go even further back. So you know, Lorna Shore was started by Tom Barber. Yep, and I love Tom Barber. I love him. I don't really think he's the greatest fit for Chelsea Grand, but I love him. All right, and then you go to C.J. McCreary. Mm. Which yeah, yeah. let's not let's <laughs> not talk about the CJ yeah. McCreary era. Listen, era hey, listen, sure. everybody can whatever, <laughs> but he had some beast vocals now. Yeah, it's more the conduct at this point. Yeah, that that's <laughs> well, the thing. You know, he was cleared of all that, right? Really? <laughs> yeah, I missed something. He was cleared of all that. Actually, the oh. the girl who brought him up uh, dropped him. She said she came out and said they were false. I I sure hope so, and if. Yeah, I don't but know. It's too I'm late when everybody. Yeah, it's it's gonna, too. It's too. Too late when the whole world thinks. Yeah, I'm not going to demonize yeah. the guy if if he really is innocent. It's just the fact that it was brought up concerns me enough, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. sit oh, here yeah. and defend anybody that's not not a brother in Christ as it is. You know, unless it's true injustice in a way that he's imprisoned or something like that. Oh so yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, but I just want to say he was a beast. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, it's not even that I I want to say that because of that situation that his vocals are useless or that they didn't help Lorna Shore continue their career in any way. Mm-hmm. It's just more of it's it's easier to avoid the topic and just jump straight to Will because Will has <laughs> done so well for them. You forget all the other people that <laughs> have we ever really talked this much about a secular band on the we podcast haven't. before? I know this I mean and that's okay. It's I mean it's I'm wearing a often. fit for an autopsy shirt. I mean I, I certainly listen to secular music. I'm not going to say I don't. There yeah. are some bands that I avoid um, because, you know, the lyrical content. And I'm like, eh, I don't need that in my life. But yeah, I think so. I think I was I don't know if I said it last time. I think it's like, you know, you and what you can handle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's definitely that. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't recommend any secular artist for any mm-hmm. reason, because I don't know who's listening to this. So, yeah. If a weaker brother or sister, people, yeah. yeah, if they come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, Hunter, like, I totally trust him because I've heard him talk about Jesus and all that on, on mm. The Wars Everything, or they know me personally, and they go to listen to it, and they see the lyrics, and they, they're they like, 
I don't know why he recommended this. This is not good. This is not beneficial to my walk with Christ. Yeah. And then there's people like the three of us who listen to secular music re- regularly. Um, you know, whether it's just because we we grew up listening to that stuff, uh, or it's like you know what built us as musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know not to handle it in that way. Like we don't we don't listen to. Uh, Shadow of Intent or uh, Lorna Shore or whatever else with the the intention of oh yeah I want to write lyrics exactly like these no, guys no. so I kind of I kind of want to write the symphonic stuff that uh, Shadow of Intent does like yeah oh my goodness damn. anyway <laughs> what was the other <laughs> plagues uh, uh, what was the plague one that you shared with me Winds of Plague I, Winds of Plague that's who I was thinking of man that's kicking it old school man. That I shared I with thought, you? I thought you showed me Winds of Plague. I have definitely not showed okay. you Wind- Winds of Plague. Must have been somebody else then. I thought it was you. Quit falsely accusing him. I, I know. I got it's, you, bro. I tried, I tried to Thank give you. him credit for showing me good music. And I just send like, him stuff all the time, yeah. and half the time I'm like, did you listen to that? No. No, I haven't oh, gotten around the, uh, to it. Hey, story of my one. life. The, Enterprise it? Earth? Enterprise Earth. That, that was pretty good. I just oh. seen him live. Oh, that breakdown in... um. Shoot, what's the name of the song? You sent it to me like two months there's ago. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> there's like reanimate a bunch of something. Off their new album? Yeah. yeah reanimate something. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. So they, and that's, they did play that one live. Reanimate disintegrate. That's the name of yes. it. Yeah. So anyway, that breakdown. No, there are plenty of fantastic <clears throat> secular musicians. And as musicians, it's important for us to pull from that. And I, I know we've talked about this before, but the Christian side of arts has suffered for so long, and I think it's because we're sitting over here in this bubble and we say we can only be within this realm. Mm-hmm. And so we never seek anywhere outside of it because, you know, well, if it's secular, then God's not there. And like, God's in charge of everything. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously, get out of here. So, Go like, get now. And that's, I think I said this before. I don't remember how I said it, but I've written this down as a note. And the only reason that secularism is so blasphemous is because all things belong to God. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason that secularism is blasphemous in any way, um, because God is in charge of all things, and when we misuse it, it's obviously not for his glory. But that being said, when we take Christianity and throw it in this tiny bubble, and then you have all of the rest of creative arts around it, and you only pull from the bubble, of course your music is going to suck. It's because you have no, you know, inf- no influence from musicians who have spent, like, Okay, let's just say it this way. A guitarist spends 30 years perfecting his craft. Say, you know, like, whether it's through prog metal, you know, industrial deathcore, symphonic deathcore. And I see that, and that's my lane in the Christian realm. Mm -hmm. If I'm not pulling from that person musically, you know, from from my craft, then, you know, why? Like, why, why would I not be? You know? Because if they've taken the time to do that, and I can, if I, if I can get the tablature, the music, and whatever, and like teach my body how to do that same thing for God's glory, then I'm really wasting my time if I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, you know, interesting story. So it was years ago. I don't remember. At some point in high school. Um, I'm not going to... high school? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Chris, <laughs> enough with the Southern jokes. <laughs> What's high school? <laughs> We only had grade school around here. Yeah, fifth, fifth grade. Hey, fourth. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> then they taught us how to hunt and fish and build. 
Sorry, before I go on a tangent, <laughs> go ahead, Zachariah. <laughs> so, you know, talking about um, going back a little bit to like what you can handle as far as mm. musical content and lyrical content and all that kind of thing. There was a point I was listening to a certain Christian band. Like, they were a Christian band. Are a Christian band. Still are a Christian band. Not going to go into who the band is because I don't want to, like, put a negative idea of this band in anyone's head, you know? Because... I mean, if it's Gideon, just say it. It's not Gideon. They are still a Christian (laughs) band. They are still making Christian music, okay? But I just don't want anyone to, like, hear the name and be like, oh, there's something wrong with them. I shouldn't listen to them. When, like... I cannot tell you anything that's specifically wrong with them. How are they a Christian band if a band can't be saved? (sighs) Deep thoughts. Anyway, so I was listening to this band all the time, and I felt convicted. I'm like, I there's something in me that is telling me that I should not be listening to them. They're a Christian band. Why? I'll tell you later. I just I don't want to like. That's fine. Yeah, I defame them in any way. Because I don't even know the reason. So, but like, so <laughs> I deleted all their music off my MP3 player. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, just was like, I'm not going to listen to them. And then it was the weirdest thing. Maybe six months later, I was like, just, you know what? I can listen to them. And I've been listening to them ever since. I don't listen to them as much as I used to anymore. But like, I have no qualms about it no conviction about it i feel perfectly fine listening to them i have no issues whatsoever i have no idea what the reasoning was for feeling convicted listening to them because there really seemed to be no reason but it was one of those that like if you feel the prodding of the holy spirit or hope conviction saying don't listen to something then don't listen to it yeah Yeah. you know that's that's as simple as that also it's okay to follow the spirit's convictions that he's guiding you with without trying to make everybody follow the same thing that yeah. you're doing. Because yeah. if the Bible doesn't clearly state it and you put the shame on that person's person's conscience, that's held against you, not them. Yeah, and yeah. I, w- I wouldn't turn around and say, Hunter, you can't listen to that band. Even I'm though probably not listening to him anyway. <laughs> Hunter has said before he doesn't like them. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, you know that doesn't that doesn't minimize the list at all for me. So I really I can't even guess who this is. So yeah. that didn't help so, me. Uh, but yeah, so like your your conviction is put out. there by the Holy Spirit in yep. guiding you into what is right. So, like, if mm-hmm. you feel convicted listening to something, don't listen to it. Period. Easy as that. If, you know, yep. you listen to it, it's not affecting you in any way. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I ain't never really been like that. <laughs> I've always loved music because, you know, music has helped me live this long. And God, let me mm. put that in there. <laughs> but, but like, so, so I listen to everything, right? I just, it's a well balanced. So it'll go from like, you know, Celine Dion to, you know, now we're talking. <laughs> Let's go, Jeremy Camp to. Let's go, yeah, you know, Joffrey Cowboy to. <laughs> okay, uh, now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh uh what's a rapper name oh tupac to like listen to garth brooks to george Strait, mm-hmm. to, to Man, yeah i know i had really to i had to throw two time. country bands in there because i remember yep oh yeah then i went then it goes to like nickelback and everybody gonna hate oh. <laughs> i honestly i will hate you more for for the country names than for nickelback 
Because Listen. as much as people hate Nickelback, they've got a couple catchy songs. Let's be uh, honest here. Look, you if you were alive in the early 2000s, you listened to Nickelback, and I don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah, that's it was on be every a radio Z station. No, Gen like, Z started the hate Nickelback thing. They had to. There's no way. Yeah. Now, who you really need to be hating is Trapped. Trap artists. No, no trapped. trapped. The band oh, trapped. trapped. The band. Oh, yeah. I literally know one song by that. I know that's he, it. He tried to talk some smack to Silent Planet, and I was like, I will smack you, man. Okay, who half are of us you? aren't. Half of us aren't on Twitter and only see screenshots. So, for those who don't know, they had to kick <laughs> out the lead vocalist because he was just being a total jerk to everybody on social media, and then they sent an apology out after that. And yeah, so it was a total mess. Don't yeah, don't it let went your bandmates become too. a jerk. Yeah, it's not good. It was really bad. It was years. So, I mean, like, it got really bad at the end. How are you anyway. going to – don't start nothing with Garrett. Man, I got your back, homie. You <laughs> Guys, listening, I, I got your back, homie. No. <laughs> I want to point out that I think we have broken the record for the farthest off track of the subject. Hey, what are we talking ever about? Ever in podcast. <laughs> Did I put out a song? He, he told us <laughs> at the I? very beginning we got him on a hyper night. So, uh, what, this, what was my uh, song name? Dang, what was it? I, Confusion. Jewish? All right, we got to restart. Let's go. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Worries Everything podcast. (laughs) We have a guest on tonight. (laughs) Where we discuss scripture, talk about the current metals. I don't even remember what our intro is. (laughs) I told y'all it's a wild ride with me, boy. Like this. This is what I noticed. Our mics have like the same. Oh, yeah. I got a nice one that's not all dented. Yeah, mine's uh-huh. all dented, so it's whatever. You know, I did that. I did that like literally 20 minutes after I bought it. <laughs> he screamed I down, too I loud. Swinging at, no, I was swinging it. And I hit my ceiling fan. <laughs> and I was mad. <laughs> I said some hey, choice words. I ain't going to lie. Because I just went and dropped like $100 and something dollars on it. <laughs> is, is it an SM58? So is. Yeah, that's, that's all of our mics. Yeah, yeah, that's what we nice. got. I want to okay, get that SM seven B or whatever. Yeah, the SM seven Bs are very nice. It's now like the real question off. is: yours as fancy as mine with the on off switch? It is not because I'm poor. <laughs> Losers, his isn't either. Yeah, mine doesn't. Switch matter. his off. Reach over there and switch it off. He'll switch his own off. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello? Unplug his cable. That's a little harder. Uh, yeah, I should. <laughs> the interface is right here. But <laughs> tired of you. Click. <laughs> so i mean but i think we brought up a good point even if we got way off track oh, yeah. i think it's, it's i don't important. care that we got off track yeah. oh this is the comedy section yeah <laughs> if y'all want a series y'all came to the wrong place yeah skip ahead to the next thing and the next uh what it was it called the checkpoint or marks whatever in the video yeah <laughs> but we don't do video and we don't do marks so right. whatever <laughs> you're just stuck now oh, you're yeah. just screwed regardless so, you're stuck start Sit hitting back and that laugh. uh that uh 30 30 second skip on, on Spotify, your, it's yeah, only 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's like, it ain't even 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, you got at least a good 50 clicks before you get to the good part. <laughs> so just start clicking now. I was going to tell y'all, I really think y'all should start using the videos and doing it on YouTube, too. Yeah, you know, I really I've do. considered it for YouTube, and for spe- especially for TikTok, because we have a Blue Fire Horizon TikTok, and Ew. I haven't used it because I just I don't know what to do with it. Not I the don't, TikTok. I, I know. Not the tic tac. I mean, the that's, thing is, that's get, just part of reaching people. You get these one days. good video, and all of a sudden, you have like a thousand more likes. It's and it would I be nice, but I really don't care. But I don't have time to do all that video that's editing. That's the thing. Yeah, yep. I'm 
I'm I'm really already I'm stretched. I'm a growing man. Enough. I got work. Once the album is done, maybe I'll consider it while we're we're in the in between mm-hmm. while we're playing shows this summer. But other than that, I'm not looking at TikTok anytime soon. But when did y'all say it's coming out again? Uh, we haven't. We don't have a release date. Um, it's not fully finished. Uh, we do have a date we're shooting for that we haven't announced yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're working on it. It's gonna um, be a while, folks. I've been vague, but we're we're just saying we're shooting for hopefully summer. Yep. Yeah. So twenty twenty two, yes, but yep. uh, summer is what our our hope is. Yeah. So, y'all can do it. Oh, you we can. can do it. Right now, we've talked about like right now. If if it were me and Hunter finishing the album, we were just programming drums and calling it a day. Yep. We could have it done in less than a month. You need but me to write care about like that. You need so, me to write drums? I can't. No. Oh. So we, we write a lot of the drums, but uh, we have everything we need to record live drums. Mm-hmm. So oh, our, yeah, that's right. You did tell me that. Our drummer is, uh, he's got a dumb, crazy work schedule and limited time. So yeah. not in a ding against him, like step it up, man, or anything like that. But Low key. it takes time for him to learn yeah. all the. Yeah. The parts to all twelve songs well, on the album. Yeah, obviously you, know? you ain't gonna you ain't gonna just come and sit down and know all the songs. No, right, this stuff right. takes practice. Yes. Yeah, Zachary easy, and I are the only ones who are intimately aware of the details of all twelve songs. Yep. Yeah. He hasn't even heard all twelve. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, y'all cut him some slack, okay? No. I, honestly, we appreciate both our, our bass player Maddie and uh, rock, our drummer Rock. Uh, it's it's not easy, especially with how crazy. Zachariah and I write both for guitar and for yeah. lyrics and vocals. It's yeah, we don't think it easy. What's impressive to me is that y'all can write 12 songs and remember them. So, like, what we do, Taman comes over here and we write the drums and I f- we finish the song. And then he comes back over and he writes the drums and we finish the song. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I got to keep up with more more than one or two songs, I'm going to forget what I was doing. And then it's going to be like this lyric thing yeah yep it's like did he change subjects i actually started <laughs> uh writing the tablature and sheet music to the guitar parts for our songs so i have almost the entire ep done and i gave up on that because you know it's the ep nobody cares yeah. um yes we do but i'm I, take well, it back people love it listening back. to it I, okay i'll take it back they love right, listening to it but they don't care about the tabs and really i don't i don't need to think about playing those songs yeah, but for the new songs, I really need to remember exactly what I wrote because there are certain parts of it that I'll be listening in my car, you know, just to the demos, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What? What is that? Like, what did I actually <laughs> play there?" Because it's it's like architects level uh, metalcore ish, you know, the the cool dissonant, yeah. but like low and high at the same time kind of thing. And I'm just doing it as a like stylistic. Oh, this might sound good, and I try it and I play it and I record it. And then 10 days later, I haven't played it again. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> what is that guitar part? So that's, yeah. So I literally have to go back and isolate it and play it like note by note to figure out what I played again. Well, you're still better than me because I'll be listening to mine in the car and I'll be like, why did I scream that all that? And get out home and I'll delete the whole thing and redo it. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? Let me turn back around. See, we're going to really confuse ourselves because, and I've said this once on the podcast before, so this isn't spilling full information, Uh but uh, we're rewriting one of the songs off the EP. Yes, this is true. So like, that's going to really throw us for a loop. I already know what you're going to say. It's different. Once you hear it a certain way, it's Mm -hmm. hard to change. We've been hearing this song the same way for like forever, which to be fair, of all the songs on the EP, that's the one I listen to the least. Um, It's the one that...
Hunter just gave that away. Hi, right, and folks, go check Spotify. I said. <laughs> No, that I didn't ain't say what he's That's not what he said. I might make Hunter edit that out because I don't want to give that <laughs> away because that literally like gives it away. Um, but it's the one I listen to the least for sure. But like when you've heard it the same way for like almost two years now since that song's been out, like Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. I heard somebody say, you know, why don't you listen to your own music? And this was like an interview or something, and he was like because I've heard it for the last two years yeah. over and over and yeah. over again. And it's true. Like, I didn't know that was true until I started writing music. And I'm like, I'm just tired of hearing this. Can we just be done with it? You know what I'm saying? I want to do something new. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Made to Suffer is by far our most popular song right now. That gets the most streams. That gets the most plays. Like, I'm like, yeah, that song's a banger. But I don't ever listen to it. Because nope. if you have sang that song... As many times as I have in practice, and mm. you would not oh. want to hear it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> so even like, because we've played this one live. So for anybody who hasn't seen us live, this will be, I guess, information. Though I think I've mentioned it before. Crowns is one of our songs. That doesn't mean anything to anybody else unless you've heard it. But uh, um, yeah, we played we, it. We played it at Life Fest last year. And, and it uh, will be on the album. Yes. So if you did happen yep. to catch it at Life Fest, it will be on the album, and the, you will finally be able to hear the recorded version. And the better, yeah, like it, we've done more to it. But anyway, um, so with that song, like we've been obviously on that since. Well, if we played Life Fest, which was beginning of July, we had that ready by May, maybe end of April. So April twenty twenty one. So we're coming mm. up on a year of having a song, at least one. Mm-hmm. That we've been playing and rehearsing regularly, and even one that Maddie has a bass part to, which means that it's really done. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those like, why do we still have this? Oh, this one's done, done. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like I actually sent like, Chris a demo of that one a while back, while back, just because we were he yep. we were sending demos back and forth of each other of our music and stuff, and he he heard that one i know yeah. which one you're talking about that that song is so done it's like kick your dad out of the kitchen or the off of the <laughs> the grill because he he messed it up it's been done for too long you burnt so, the steaks yeah it's it's not good it's medium rare was like 9 months ago at this point we're just <laughs> I don't it's like charred medium rare. yeah it's just black everything's black it's gone so anyway hey chris you have music right <laughs> do i I I think you do. I mean, that's usually why we bring people here. Okay, so oh, in regards a little bit. This is the too. comedy show. That's true. So I always, every time I ever read that section in Matthew that you read, yeah. when Judas asks, you know, is it me? And Jesus was like, well, you said it, you know. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. He literally says, yes, it's you, without saying the words, yes, yeah. it's you. And then after the fact, all the other disciples were like, it was <gasps> Judas? <Yeah. laughs> what? No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I, I keep seeing these videos, and I don't know what the audio was from. Of course, this is TikTok as well. Um, but it's, it it's, the, it's the one where, I mean, people take many different scenarios and use this audio, but it's... Uh, the one where Jesus says, one of you will betray me. And then, you know, everyone's like wearing a different hat or different clothes or whatever. And then the, the person's like, is it me? And they always have a title or whatever. So just assume that it's the actual story. And then, no, it's not you, another person. Is it me, Jesus? No, it's not you. And then it gets to the person who would be Judas or whoever's the problem in the mm-hmm. scenario. And they're like, is it me, Jesus? And, is it me, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love that one. You know, yeah. I always think, I wonder if Judas was genuinely questioning. Because it says that when that Judas left and then Satan entered into him. Mm. Yeah. So, like, it makes me wonder, like, it was pro- if it was something that he was, like, considering doing. Like, he was thinking, you know, I could do this. But, like, had he made up his mind? And so, like, part of me wonders, like, was he genuinely asking, like, is it me? Almost like a, I've been considering that. Like, is it going to be me? You know? Well, that's the thing. And Scripture doesn't say that, well, I mean, even if you're not looking at it from his point of view, if you're looking at it from Jesus, uh, some things were hidden to him, and that's a huge issue with some people concerning the the Trinity and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Whatever, fine. Um, but... Some things were hidden, but I don't think that's one of them because it never expresses that Jesus didn't know. In fact, no, 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 no. I'm saying I wonder if Judas knew. Oh, I know. But what I'm saying is, so when Jesus is interacting with Judas, I think it's whether Judas knew or not, Jesus knew, and Jesus continued to carry him as one of the Mm twelve, which Mm -hmm. is very interesting in my opinion. Obviously, it it shows it shows the compassion, but also then reveals the true uh, continued wrathful nature of God through Jesus. Because Jesus can't be anything less than who God is, you know, sharing in his nature. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, even though Jesus knew, Judas was still one of the twelve, at least until he killed himself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I realized something. In the middle of you talking, this isn't our first Judas song. No, it's not. Uh... <laughs> wow. I know. Sorry, Chris. I'm so wow. sorry. I, all I can think of is Silence the Burden, and that's his other band. Tucker. Yeah. Tucker Dawson. United Servants. Yep, United yes. Servants. I'm like, yes. all I can think is Silence yeah. the Burden, because, but that's his other actually, band. Were, like, were they actually talking about Judas? Yes. Yep. Okay, but, that's uh, different. And it's actually, okay. I think, it's yeah, different. <laughs> I, I think, well, I think both of them are mainly about betrayal, to be honest. Right, right. But, it's uh, not specifically about yeah, the story but, of uh, Judas. His is more of the, like, Striper-esque power metal. You know, not, not mm-hmm. quite power metal, but I guess more of the older style. I, w- I would, I would call it more color. of a, a Christian attempt at Metallica than a, like, Striper. That, as a Metallica fan in the past, I find that offensive. Okay. That's cool. Not because really Tucker's care. worse than Metallica, but because anybody compared to Metallica, you know, that's just sad. Okay, <laughs> that's why I said attempt. You don't like Metallica? I like Metallica. I don't like Lars. <laughs> Worst drummer to ever make it. But anyway. You're right. Anyway. <laughs> You're right. Zach Ryan's over here like, just uh, shut listen, up. Just actually, shut up. a lot of people, so a lot of people hate that Sate Anger album because the drumming makes us bad. But I like the way the snare sounds in that one. Hate if you I'm want with to. You on, no, I'm with you on that one. And unfortunately, I'm I try not to out myself on that one. <laughs> I like the snare sound. If I can get that snare sound, I'd be happy. It the was more. It was like snare. a whop. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to add that metallic sound effect. It's already part of the snare. <laughs> yeah. If you hit it hard enough, you'll get it. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's that's the first Judas. Like it's literally named Judas the song. And so this is the second, literally just named Judas. So. I was gonna call him a copycat, but they were out for me. Yeah, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I stole your song. I'm first, sorry. Though. I'm assuming he wrote his first, but it it could possibly be the other way around. Yeah. So. Anyway, Tucker, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but also hello. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, uh, so I guess I'd say. 
I set out to write the song about betrayal because I've been betrayed by a lot of people in life. And that's what I told y'all. Did I say while we were while we were? I don't know. Did I said it. <laughs> did I say it while we were recording? I don't. Maybe remember. not. Go ahead and say that. It. So that like I had wrote this about being betrayed based on like me being betrayed by like close family and close friends of like twenty years and stuff. But then I was like, somebody's gonna ask me what this is about. So I was like, let me yeah. get a. <laughs> let me, let me get a story. <laughs> so, I mean, it really is. And that's why I said we were talking about Jesus being human too, you know, mm-hmm. and about that's probably like, you know, even though he knew it was going to happen, like, cause a lot of times when people betray us, there are indications that they're going to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are red flags and, you know, even if you do know, it still hurts. Like, you know, and so that's what I wanted to write about. And so like, like I said, I've been betrayed a lot in life. So like I needed to get it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I need, I need, I don't want to poke fingers at people, but I need to get it out. So that's why like at the end of the song, it's, it says you showed your true colors. I'll forgive you and I'll show you mine. Like I'll be the bigger person and I'll move on and I'll be, I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have to hurt you. To be I, you know, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, obviously the song, it doesn't mention God. It doesn't mention Jesus. It doesn't mention the Bible, but like, well, (laughs) what, what I I was going to say is a Christian band and a Christian artist, not every song has to be scripturally based or about God because while everything we do should point back to God, not every experience that we have in life is specifically about God or about the Bible. There are things that happen in our lives that, yes, we view through our Christian lens and our Christian way of seeing things, Mm -hmm. but we all have experiences outside of the realm of church or Christianity. Well, if God is in anything, if God is in everything, why can't I talk about everything? I mean, we, we're huge advocates for a lot of things that don't get talked about in church specifically. Mm-hmm. And at least a handful of our songs are about that, uh, released and unreleased. Um, and that being said, yeah, I, I tend to enjoy songs more when I can tell uh, how uh, scripturally based a song is. But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy songs that aren't scripturally based. Mm-hmm. Because if I know from an artist that they are, uh, a true Christian, you know, in their in their proclamation of Christ and their in their beliefs, I'm not worried about another song unless that other song really takes a a dive away from things. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. concerned. But uh, yeah, with this, we can't ignore the human condition, and uh, we actually talked about this. Well, I I did my little monologue thing uh, when I was leading worship for our midweek service last night. Talked mm-hmm. about Second Corinthians, and it's uh, chapter one, starting in verse three, and it's talking about how uh, how God is a God of comfort, and that uh, in our comforts He uh, He will be with us, and also in our our trials and our sorrows He will be with us as well. That there is there is no part of life that God isn't a part of, and I mentioned that He's a personal God, and He made very much aware, uh, made us aware of that by sending mm-hmm. Jesus. God could have snapped His fingers, not even He could have spoke a word, and all of sin would have been gone. The devil would have been destroyed hell, you know, sealed over, all of these things. But he didn't. 
what he did is he let the story play out, sent his son to die for us, be resurrected, and as a personal, like, somebody who came to earth to have a relationship with the disciples, to meet those in Jerusalem and all the surrounding area in Sumeria, he wanted those people to see that he was a personal God, that he wasn't just some high and mighty being that hang, hung out in a cloud like the Old Testament kind of showed yeah. him to be, um, but that he was a true and powerful God that could do literally anything, and he did in this mm-hmm. situation. So the personal touch of Christ shows that he's not going to let you just sit there and suffer through things. The betrayals that you feel, the depression that you go through, the suicidal thoughts that show up, God isn't apart from that. He is with you in that. Yeah. So, And uh, I know... I don't know if y'all were on that post, but there was a post and on one of the Christian metal groups on Facebook. I tried to not look at any of those, but I'm sure <laughs> I saw it. But so I wrote on it because they were talking about like, um, if, a, if you're a Christian artist, you can't talk about anything but Christian stuff. And I was like, mm, mm. and I had to do the whole, don't say it, Chris. Don't say it, Chris. Don't say it. <laughs> and I still said it. But anyways, <laughs> so... So I wrote on there and I said, I understand what you're trying to say, but I think you come across the wrong way. I said, just because you're a Christian artist, everything you do should be for Christ, right? Yep. I, I fully agree with that. But to sit there and say you can't have any songs other than just, well, one, you'd run out of lyrical content. Yeah, I don't if know about every, that. I mean, you wouldn't, but you would, because it would be redundant after a while. Because most Christian bands talk about relatively the same thing. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. The, right. the, the topics that you would touch would be basically the yes. same thing over and over. So, and then, so that's one thing. Then the second one I put is that, that, you know, sometimes, you know, it could be someone who isn't saved, right? Yep. You want to draw them in. You know what I'm saying? Our, our, our goal is to preach the gospel and to reach people, right? Mm-hmm. You bring them in. Well, I don't know about y'all, but like I would think that an atheist, it's just if my I was I was just saying Jesus, 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 would be like, nah, I ain't gonna listen to them very much, you know. Yep. I mean, I'm just being I'm just being real. Yeah, I mean, it might be the thing that plants the seed, but it also yeah. might be the thing so, that just immediately turns them off if they if they don't know because what band is going to look past that ten seconds of you just talking scripture when what they need is they need to hear some, and I don't want to say that you need to hear something other than scripture. That was about to sound really bad. I was about to get canceled by a thousand Christians, <laughs> but like my point is like, we don't do some, that here. And I, I hate the idea of being sneaky with the gospel. I really don't like that either, but sometimes it's easier to start out with grace and then come back to the law a little bit. Like there's like you say, Jesus Christ died for you. That's grace. Because you are sinful, that's law. You have to have both to understand either, but at the same time, you if you start out, you're a sinner, so you need Jesus. It's like, okay, hold up. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. order. When the way yeah. you go about it, you're not it's not tactful. You're not being uh you're not being genuine in a way that shows your uh desire for their soul. What you want is a you know somebody's butt in a seat for a church, or you want you know your your ego to be built by somebody coming to Christ? Like, oh, I brought somebody yeah. to Christ. The intention is huge, and I'm not saying that we determine whether someone gets saved or not. That's entirely up to God. But it's 
there are ways that he uses people, and we can very much botch it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted. So I had uh, an experience on Facebook. So um, I posted Stay our off Facebook. Our <laughs> no, I I shared I've our seen song. Some of your comments. Stay off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me on Facebook. I really should. <laughs> I really should stay off Facebook. But I, I, I shared our song "Graveyard of Hope" and I posted lyrics with it, and someone commented on it, on it because honestly, the song doesn't really mention God much, nope. you know, mm-hmm. until the very end in the bridge. The it is in violence born behind my eyes. I wage war, my savior beside. And they said, "Yeah, I was reading through the lyrics, but then I got to to that part, and I was like, nope, I'm out." You know, it wasn't. I didn't share it in a Christian group. It oh, was okay, in a secular okay, okay, group. Okay. I was like, "What? How are you out at the bridge?" That makes yeah, no. no. Sense. They they read through the like. They're like, "Yeah, I saw that," and I'm like, "Nope, I'm out." So like, my point is that that's one. There word. can be good in a Christian band making a song that does not specifically mention God or the Bible, yeah, or Jesus or that, right? Because. Let's say I had we had a song that didn't, even though we had Blue Fire Eyes and don't have any th- songs that don't. <laughs> but, you know, if we had one that didn't, that can be what draws someone. They listen to it, man, this, this is some good music here. This is yeah. great. And then they listen to more. Once they're, they're hooked on the music a little bit, then they get into it and there's some, some, of, that, some of that Jesus stuff in there, Ugh, you yeah. know. But at that point, they they like the music, so it's like, eh, I can put up with that. And then yeah. the lyrics can sink in a little bit. Two things. Yeah. If if you're concerned about Blue Fire Rising going soft, don't. I, I promise you, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it at all. This as, soon album, as, yeah, as soon as they hear disease, they're going to be like, okay, they're yeah. too aggressive for yeah, us. Yeah, well, now. that's the thing. Yeah, we're, we're talking high gospel, a lot of grace here. But uh, yeah, don't don't mistake that for being untruthful or unbiblical in any way. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, you have to be considering that. And this is where I get in trouble with a lot of people concerning my selection for Christian contemporary because I lead worship. That's my job. Um, There's application to everything. Mm -hmm. Not every song that is on, I don't know if you have K-Love where you are, which is basically just the Christian radio station. Okay, so K-Love, which is the modern, you know. Yeah, I think K-Love is national. Okay. Um, So there's that. And it basically has what I call, and I, I apologize for anybody who hears it this way, I call it the soccer mom Christian music <laughs> because it's for the families that need five minutes of Jesus-ish music on their way because otherwise they're about to turn around and smack all their kids. That's what that music <laughs> is for. sandal. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's what that music is for. It's five minutes of Jesus-ish time, and I mean that seriously. Um, there are occasions that they will put a song on that's truly worshipful, um, which is great, but uh, not often. It's very often just the it's the pop radio for Christians. That's all it is. But then you have so you have those songs and they have their application. Then you have the songs that you want to hear on a Sunday morning, and then you want to you have songs that you want to hear on a Sunday morning in a contemporary setting. You have songs you want to hear on a Sunday morning in a traditional setting. You want hymns. You want specific songs that way. Same goes for this. We have our songs that are a celebration with our brothers and sisters. We have songs that solidify and edify and encourage our brothers and sisters to maintain the faith. That's what a lot of Blue Fire Horizon is. But we have Graveyard of Hope. We have Where Agony Ends. We have songs that reach people who are suicidal, who are depressed, who have anxiety, who struggle through life, and that's okay because that's part of the Christian life too. And if you're saying that it's not... You are unaware of so much more than you realize. Yeah. 
you know, our song Crowns, which we talked about, is it's basically, bas- a, worship basically a worship song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just heavy metal. And I've I've <laughs> thought about it. I'm like, the I honestly, crown. if we were good to go and play in a bar in Fond du Lac, which we've done, I'm not a hundred percent certain I would want to put that in the set. Yeah. And here's why. That's understandable. Because not because I don't want to talk about Jesus or sing a worship song, because obviously every single one of our songs is Christian song. But yep. the people that we want to reach, one, the part of that song that's more quote-unquote worshipy, if that makes sense, is clean vocals, which are easier to understand, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in a live setting. Yep. And those lyrics might be a turnoff to the people we want to reach. Yep. Yeah. So it might our our um our outreach might be better served not playing that song. Yep. Because it's not something that the people we want to reach are going to identify with because they're going to identify with our songs about hurting, about the depression, the anxiety, those kinds of things. That they're going to identify with those things. And then within those songs and within the lyrics, you see where the true hope lies for people struggling with those things. They're not going to sit there and think, yeah, holy is God almighty. He's great. You know, they're not going to identify with that and they're not going to see that as that's not going to be something that draws them to. Yeah. Which, which is us trying to be as discerning as possible. But that being said, if Zachariah says this is our set gives us, you know, seven songs and crowns isn't on it and we're playing, you know, a, a small tour going to three bars or whatever in three nights, and then night one he comes up to me and he says, We gotta play crowns. Yeah, we're playing crowns. It is yeah. what it is. I mean, if he says we need to play crowns or if I think, you know, we really gotta do something, you know, a conversation you got I have. Feeling, yeah. yeah, if we gotta do this, we gotta do it. I, it's gonna suck because we probably didn't prepare it. We, we know that song well enough, but it, you know it's just one of those things. You get ready for songs, and then if a, a change comes, it's always hard. But if if the spirit leads, like we were talking earlier, convictions wise, if the spirit leads in this, if we don't follow, that's sin to us. Yeah. So. And you know, it might be it's something that uh just kind of popped into my head is like if we were to play that song in front of a crowd of fifty people, okay, mm-hmm. in a bar. And 20 of them walk out because, ah, screw this Jesus music. This is stupid. You still got 30. Yeah. Well, not so like you watch and go, oh, man, maybe we don't want to play that song because 20 almost half the people just walked out. (laughs) If the owner doesn't get us off the stage. Right. But like, you know, (laughs) our our human mind is going to go, dude, we just lost almost half the crowd. Like they just left. And how many of the people who are still here are like, just finish this song already and get to something good, you know? But we, we need to keep in our mind too, like, the one person that was going to be bent, blessed by this song and is going to benefit from us playing this song, yeah. or not from us playing this song, but God working through us yeah. playing the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I always feel I need to yeah, like clarify those things okay. that are yeah. understood. But anyway, you know, then not screw the 20 people that left, but like, who cares that 20 people left? The person yeah. that needed to hear it heard it, you yeah, know? Yeah, the well, one that needed to hear those, it still there. Maybe of those 20 people... Maybe one of them is going to be like, no, you know what? I should go back to church next week. Or or maybe I should talk to my, my brother who's a Christian and ask him a question. Or, you know, it, it could be the thing that plants the seed. I, I think Christians, especially us in this scene, we need to be so careful about how we, how we do this. Yes, we need to be desiring to reach the people who are unchurched, 
or even who hate Jesus at the current moment, we need to be able to reach those people because that's a platform that we have. But we can't be afraid of offending people. Offending somebody is not a sin. <laughs> you know, like causing somebody to be hurt by the truth of the gospel, as long as we're not being rude with it, yeah. is not a sin. If we are just pro- proclaiming Christ because we thought that somebody needed to hear that that night, and we do, we we at least take a good 30 seconds to say, hey, we're Christians, this is what we believe, you know, we struggle, and that's why we need Jesus. And then we usually go in a graveyard or something like that. Yep, yeah. usually so, that's my uh, So that's the thing. thing. And we, we have our 30 seconds, that's fine. And I would hope that anybody would be willing to give us that because they give it to every other religion. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's true. I mean, Christianity is the most hated for no reason. And it's because it's, well, it's because it's true, that's why. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, I'm about to, like, start grilling. Anyway, before <laughs> I get on that topic... Yeah, I mean, the point is we need to be careful, but at the same time, we can't just be tiptoeing around that, assuming that God is going to just, well, I'm being smart in earthly wisdom, so God's going to use that. Yeah, he could, or he could have told you that you needed to do something, and you're disobeying, and now you're now there's a problem. Yeah, so, and uh, what Zachariah was talking about, like, you know, that one person might need to hear it. That's That's also why I write stuff that's more different topics like with like depression and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because that one person might so have y'all ever heard like i don't know if it's a true story but the story about how lacey strum from flyleaf became a christian y'all ever heard yes i have i heard i saw her live at life fest i'm fixing to go see her live with uh breaking benjamin lacey strum oh yeah 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 so Um, isn't the story like the story was like that now the story i heard was that she had fully planned on going to kill herself before That sounds so right. yeah. it could be that one person, right? So when I say that, I don't write music to be famous. Like I said last time, I write music to reach one person. Yeah. Because And even if it's not me that gets them saved, if that one song saves them that night, that's another day that they have to find Christ or to find, you know. And so that's why I don't just stick to, I mean, Spirit Revival was all Christian songs. Yeah. It was. And I was like, yeah, that's for the Christians out there, but what about the other people? Yep. You know, that's why I told y'all last time I wanted to write this EP for the darker side, like like what people really go through. And so, like I said, if I can say that one person, that's why I don't believe that all songs need to be strictly about, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've we've got our preach core. We've got Sleeping Giant. And if you want the in-between between... Uh, I guess the people who talk human condition and general, I would, they didn't call themselves preach core, but I would say that for today would be the in-between of human condition and preach core. Mm -hmm. So if you want for today, or if you want as drastic as sleeping giant, we have those. There's plenty of songs, go listen to them. But uh, if you want stuff, stuff that talks more human condition, you got blue fire rising. You've got return to sender. You've got hard look. You've got plenty of bands who are talking about things that I think the modern church and I, I say this a lot, and I feel bad because I know our church, uh, well, and I'm sure his church as well, uh, does very well to uh, help people who struggle with, in these areas. So when I say this, I'm not talking about our churches specifically. We're though, talking I mean, the, yeah. the modern Western yeah. church in general. Because everything is just all health, wealth, and, and prosperity. Like, uh-huh. you just, everybody, you know, God wants you to be happy, which is not true. God wants you to be true and healthy in, in your relationship with him and mm-hmm. with others, um, and overall glorifying him. So with that, you know, we still need to talk about these things because when that lie comes out, we need to understand that there's a lot that's being missed. 
So yes, the the church needs to talk about it as a general, you know, church. Uh, but yeah, there are definitely artists that talk about it specifically. It's if you guys need suggestions, you know, those who are listening to this, hit us up. We have plenty. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, one band that I love, and because they they mix it real well, they write about both, right? Yep. Um, old Texas in July. Okay. Yeah, Texas in July. You're talking like the first couple albums. Yeah, like uh, what's it? What's the uh? It's not Dreamer, but Dreamer's on there. But is the oh, album called One Reality? It's been a while. I got. It's look the it's now. the one the I, behind him, and he's standing. I uh, could never get into Texas in July, so I'm not. What? First off, you hated on August Burns Red last time. Now you hate on Texas in July. Okay, yeah, I don't right, have. How about, so, how about this? What about for all eternity? Do you like them? Oh. I love For All Eternity. I was literally I listening his... to For All Eternity in the drive up here. Yeah. I love his that the drummer's singing voice. The fact that he's the drummer is like <gasps> but also like I'm not really into like huge like high pitched singers. Mm-hmm. But something about his voice is just it just throws it like brings it all together. It's perfect. Plus yeah. I like his vocals too. Chris, you were thinking of I Am and One Reality. Those were the first One Reality two. is the album. Yep. That. Salt of the Earth was their first EP. Mm-hmm. One Reality is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Like, because, like, Cyclops and um, Magnolia, like, specifically Magnolia, has to do a lot, like, how I feel about my my dad and his drug addiction and, like, how he, I felt like, you know, I love you, but, like, I got to break ties with you because... You know, you're one of the reasons I became a drug addict and everything. You know what I'm saying? And so, and it's like, there's the part of he says, uh, oh, what does he say? Uh, I can't, or something like, I'll forgive you, but um, my ADHD kicked in. What was I talking about? No. <laughs> but but uh, I'll always remember you as a loving person who threw it all away. And that's like, that's perfectly like my dad. My dad is like the person that I give you the shirt off his back, you know? And, uh, but he just let drugs destroy his life, you know? And so like, I try to remember that the good stuff, but I had to let him go. Cause if I didn't, I would have been, you know, so that, that there's song. that's what I'm talking about. That, like that one song specifically, isn't necessarily a Christian song. But it helped me through a lot of times, like, like having to know that I had to let him go or I was going to end up dead or, you know, you get what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. that's what I'm, I'm a big advocate that like anything can help somebody. It could be the smallest quote ever and it helps somebody, you know what I mean? Well, that's, I think, I'm pretty sure I said it on, on this I mean, we've been going forever now, so I don't even remember what I've said. Um, hey, last time we almost about, made two hours, so let's I know, get it to three. I think we're gonna, she's, yeah, we're gonna get close to two hours on this one because we haven't even gotten the lyrics yet. <laughs> but oh, wait, no, I talking, had about, lyrics? Uh, <laughs> talking about I I rebellion and uh, in secularism, uh, so it's everything belongs to God. So in that, all situations are to be given to God, and unfortunately. Not all situations are talked about in the Bible, which is fine. It's going to happen that way. The Bible is not an all-encompassing book concerning yeah. the human experience. That's fine. It gives us a lot of great things to learn from and many stories of true historical figures, I should add, 
um, not just, you know, parables, um, but it gives us events that happen that allow us to learn from it. And, you know, the God breathed scripture, which is the best thing we have right now, uh, for a physical evidence. But that being said, uh, it doesn't encompass when a father has addiction and, you know, causes a child, a, a son or a daughter to stumble. It doesn't talk about, you know, when your your dad sells you into uh, a sex slave trade because he needs money when you're a you know nine, ten, eleven year old girl or whatever. Yeah. It, it doesn't talk about those things, but those are real realities of of this time, you know. And so we have to talk about those things. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, the Bible is not going to literally tell your story, and that's okay, and it's okay yeah. to tell your story even if it's not a part of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's my thought on that one. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. Hey, lyrics. <laughs> we got I told lyrics you I don't have them. I just screamed random things. <laughs> we have words. I don't know if they're your words, but they are words. I copy and pasted them. I can read them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I copy and pasted them. <laughs> Man, this is totally a for all eternity verse. And then you just took, like, was that a fit for king chorus? What the heck are you doing? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I put it together good though. No. <laughs> I don't know. The there's like what? are you gonna say something about my grammar? What? I didn't see the Ann. What? <laughs> what? I took the Ann out as soon as he said it. But and and what? There's no punctuation whatsoever. <laughs> Do I first off I copy and pasted that from Disco Kids lyrics thing, first off, and it said not to include punctuation. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't like punctuation. Yeah, so blame distro. <laughs> Not me. I usually do. <laughs> Don't let um, me see y'all lyrics, boy. I'm about to I'm about to print it out, highlight it, and everything. <laughs> I'm about to go grammar teacher on you. At least we're not six feet under misspelling words. Oh jeez. That's what they sound like to me. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> anyway. I, know, I can't I've never understood how anybody like I don't know if he really inhales screams, but some don't of his do sound like that. You know don't what I'm saying? That. that hurts. That's well, bad. I don't understand how you do that. Like, uh, I can't do it. Uh, how you do that? I feel like I'm a yourself. <laughs> Be careful. First off, I can pig swill, but I do it exhaling. <laughs> I learned how to do it inhaling, but I'm I cannot exhaling. do exhale squeals. I Only cannot inhales. exhale at all. Try it. Try it when you do it. Put your tongue at the top of your mouth. Well, Later. that doesn't help me breathe at all. <laughs> we don't want you to breathe, Hunter. So anyway, before, <laughs> before it gets worse. That awkward is, silence. This has been terrible as far as attention span. I feel so bad. For anybody listening, if you've made it this far. I'm sorry. Uh, I told y'all it's just going to be. It's just find. Just, just listen. <laughs> just find find the angel on the far right at the gates of heaven. He'll give you the prize. It's fine. We'll let him know. He'll also give you a map to how to navigate this. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to need it. Yeah. As far as clear and concise points, this is not the episode for it. <laughs> so I'm glad we don't like tag anything or mark anything and we don't use the video because if I did, I'd have like 30 different things. Of, Tabs. Like, yeah. Every yeah. talking about Lorna Shore, <laughs> talking about <laughs> secular music, that would be the biggest one. Ugh. But Sorry. I wanted—I did want to <laughs> highlight the lyrics because I think 
like we said, it, it highlights a lot of the, the human experience, and I think that's important. Even the first verse, just talking about the nightmare of being betrayed, because it's, it's not just betrayal, it's the trust that you put in other people, mm-hmm. and the reality of it coming to be that they did not maintain that relationship, and that yeah. was their choice. So I don't know what what about the first verse was really like so you know, not not detail you don't have to do that but like just I'm curious what so what brought those words to you so you know like we've talked about before I suffer from mental health issues and all that and like so when I get into a relationship whether it be a friend a relationship you know whatever I put my heart and soul into that okay mm. I will give you anything you know what I'm saying so. But the whole time in the back of my head, it's like, it's like, like a time bomb. Like, when are you going to do it? Yeah. You know, when is it going to happen? So it's almost like you talked about, like, it says nightmare because like, that is a portrayal of like in the back of your head. Like, I know it's going to happen. I just don't know when, you know, and you, and then, but you, but for some reason we as people aren't very smart sometimes. So it's like, we know we know, but we still put all our hopes and trust in these people. Like I can tell you these things and uh, you can be my outlet. And then all of a sudden it, that flips and now you're left like, well, I knew that was going to happen, but now I feel like horrible, <laughs> you know? Hmm. So that's where I got it from. Cause like I said, I've been, yeah, I could go on a day, day long I, I think the important thing to to mention here, and I didn't think about this at the beginning of the episode, but it it's applicable. The uh, the scripture where Jesus tells us to turn the other cheek when someone hurts us, that's okay. Like that's that's a good thing. It's it builds character in order to mm-hmm. not allow things to affect us and just say, you know what, if you're gonna hurt me, here's the other thing too. But that's not to say that if someone continues to prove themselves to be an absolute parasite and toxic and somebody who will damage not only your relationship with them but your relationship with Christ that you need to stick around that is not a that's not a like hey you need to stay here yeah and i think a lot of people it is like it's like almost like a you all right there bo <laughs> it's almost he like thinks a, scripture's uh, funny. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because I thought of something that's inappropriate to say oh, on the podcast. No. Okay, oh. so I'm trying not to laugh over here and hoping that you guys don't bring it up. Well, too late. <laughs> too late. I'll but, tell uh, you guys after. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but like we as people, like I said, I think it's like a comfort thing like you get used to that person being around mm-hmm. and you get used to like being the um what's the word the, the mat like the doormat you know, yeah like because yeah. you care about this person so much that like you'll let them do whatever because mm-hmm. you care that much and i think that's like an endless cycle that you have to you know get yourself out of you know yep and a lot of people can't do that so if as anybody listening, as, get rid of the toxic people. As much as you guys hate hate on TikTok, or at least have hated on TikTok in this episode, there's a, a church that I follow their TikToks because I, I really enjoy their preacher. I don't even know his name, to be honest. I don't care because I'm not here to, to give fame to man. But uh, he, he said in a recent TikTok I saw was that people who 
are abused, and, and this goes for pretty much all situations, um, who are used to the abuse, find more comfort in the the uh, dysfunction of the abuse than in the unknown of freedom in Christ. And that's so true. Like, mm-hmm. we, we'd rather the, the continuation of what we know to be true, even if we know that that's an unknown in itself, rather than the entirely unknown of what, you know, what the freedom in Christ can bring. And that's so sad. And it hurts to hear that, but that's just the human brain functioning naturally, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's a coping yeah. mechanism is what it is. But uh, that doesn't make it good. <laughs> no, there's, there's bad coping, there's good coping. Yep, that is not good coping. If you're Jesus doing that, don't do coping. that. Yeah, Jesus is good. <laughs> Go letting, to Jesus. Letting people walk all over you is bad coping. Yeah. Just in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> all but, right, Hunter, then, I'm going to need you to get out of my life now. <laughs> get rid of toxic people, folks. Yeah, I I suggest one guitar change in the album, and he's getting rid of me now. <laughs> I write the guitarist, not you. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> But then I think, so I think the lyrics go from there. I say I think, but I know. <laughs> um, how could you uh, step on someone who always puts you first? And that's from my personal experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of want to tell y'all, but I don't want to tell y'all. <laughs> you can save it for after. That's fine. I mean, we we don't want to ever push anybody to share a personal Oh, I mean, no, I mean, like, so, all right, I'll tell you, because maybe somebody's dealing with the same thing. So, like. I get in these these ruts where I'm such a good person and I really care, okay? So I had this friend, and we've been friends for like 20 years, okay? 20 years. So I went through a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And so I needed someone to stay. So I was like, yo, you know, can you help me out? And she helped me. But <laughs> so it was, she had three kids and me now right so then we needed to get a bigger place and i still couldn't afford my own place so i was like if we if we go get this place it was like 1100 a month i said if we go get this place i'll pay the rent on it you just pay the bills on it right well like four months into it we had a falling out and i was like i'm just it's just better for me to just leave because i'd rather keep you as a friend than blow up on you and then whatever so Anyway, so I was like, my name's on there. I done told you that I would pay the rent for a year. This is where the being a nice person comes in. All right. And I'm not going to put a single mom and three kids out on the street. I'm not going to do it. So I was like, I'll pay this. I'll pay this rent for a year, the rest of the year. And then afterwards, you know, we'll just chalk it up to the game and move on. Right. So the year came up and I was like, I sent her a message. I said, all right, so this is it. I'm not paying it no more. You know, I done paid $12,000 on a house I'm not living in. I, I mean, it's time for you to do. And I just bought a trailer and I was fixing it up. Right. And so my, I get my kids every other weekend. And so it wasn't, I guess, totally done. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, not going to get my kids. Right. I mean, I made it safe enough to where they can come over. Well, then she hit me back and was like, like, if you don't pay this, I'm calling like defects on you. I said, really like you know that was like a huge slap in the face like yeah i helped you like you know what i'm saying i know you helped me but like i kind of helped you a little more not 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 to (laughs) like not to keep tally but like and so like that's where that came from so i felt like 
I did everything. I put them first instead of myself. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, well, that kind of blew up in my face. Now I tried, did this because I didn't want to lose a friend and I ended up losing a friend. And it's like, and I was just trying to be, you know, a nice, you know, like I said, I'm not going to put three kids out. I can't physically do it. You know, I mean, those are kids. They ain't got nothing to do with anything. But so a lot of this was about that situation, to be honest with you. Not to harp on it, but I needed to get it out. It's been it's been four years now, and I still, <laughs> I'm still like, bro, that hurt, you know. That's person, like, 20-year friendship. That's a long time. Yeah. And then that's what just shows you there's snakes in the grass everywhere. <laughs> well, and it, it comes out of such a vulnerable situation, too, because it was immediately following your divorce and then you having to figure out what it what it's like to be a single father. Oh, yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. There's a lot a lot of complexity there. I don't want people to miss that. It's yeah. more than just this situation. There's so much more going on behind the scenes. Plus, I don't think people understand what it what it feels like to have that kind of stuff happen especially someone threaten you to to do something that would end up having your kids taken away and having oh yeah we're not going to get into the comments i made afterwards no it's it's y'all be good. bleeping out a lot you, you guys can <laughs> i will let zachariah vouch for me on this one because i don't have the time to go into the story but uh from my personal testimony and story you can trust me that it's not something you ever want and it's the worst hell you can live in on earth so uh yeah don't don't ever don't ever joke about that with people don't ever think that that's okay unless those children truly are in danger. Don't yeah, bring that. Definitely. Up. Yeah, you'd never threaten somebody's kids. So, and if anybody's a parent, you know what you'll do for your kids. You know, it's, it's I was ready not to go Christ to war. Like, that's boy. for sure. <laughs> I was yeah. I was ready to go to war. I'm telling yeah. y'all. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> is flipping tables. That's uh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> uh, not gonna be pretty. I, I yeah, that's what I said. Like, I'm not gonna tell y'all what I said back, but I immediately had to go like. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Please forgive me. I didn't mean that. <laughs> you know. But so, what are the next lyrics? Let's go. Read them to me. I forgot. <laughs> Betrayed by those closest is the worst pain you will ever be dealt. Now I'll have to sit and wait for you to fade away from my mind. You said you'd always be there, but the truth is you were never here. So that's what I was like. Like they're the people. They're snakes in the grass, right? They're. They act like they're there. And then, like, like I've been one of the friends. Call me when your car breaks down. Oh, man, I'm coming to get you. Mm -hmm. But let something happen to me and call them same people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that is, to me, is a red flag. Like, surround yourself with people who want the best for you and will help you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I figured, I felt like in today's world, definitely this song really really will hit a lot of people does that make sense because people suck i'm just <laughs> i mean it's what didn't we just say this what was it in one of the episodes with keebler we recently said something or maybe it was oh no it was literally this last episode with jared and, and chris mm -hmm. uh something about uh uh, how I need Jesus because I suck or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we wanted to make a T-shirt of that or something. So I'll have to go back and listen to find it out so I can actually make that T-shirt. But uh, yeah, it's it's not even when we say that it's not just like everybody but me sucks. It's we all suck, and unfortunately, yeah, it's like a we, general statement. Yeah. So like there there could be a time. Unfortunately, like I don't know if if Chris for whatever reason lived near us and I 
I was like, hey, Chris, I really need your help. Of course, there could be a time that, man, he just either couldn't help me or, man, he comes out and he's there in five minutes. And then the next time, you know, he needs help and I, I'm either there or I'm not. And that could be make or break for a relationship depending on, you know, what the situation is. Yeah. But at the same time, Chris and I haven't known each other for 20 years, which makes this a lot different. <laughs> uh, but that being said, it's it's not about that. It's the, the willingness to help others and to never have that return. That's really the struggle, yeah. especially from any one person or literally every... I know a lot of people who may exaggerate, but at the same time, I, I trust them to be honest in that, that they say that they put all you know all their effort forward. And I, tr- I truly believe them on that, only to have n- uh, nobody ever return the favor, which I'm sure it's not never, but 99% sure feels like never. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then that's what I was saying. Like, it's and I and you know I don't want to sit here and blame everybody for my problems because a lot of it was on me too because I didn't separate myself. You know, mm. I take responsibility for that. But like, and it's traumatic. Like you know, like like I told y'all, like I don't truly trust people. So like, one thing for me is like, if I ever get into like a new friendship or a relationship, the first thing I ask myself is, what do you want? What do you want from me? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you're not really, you're not really interested in me or being my friend. What do you want? (laughs) You know, that's, that's so hard. And especially on, on my side, because I see it from a pastoral role, um, because of my job, Mm -hmm. I feel bad. Uh, like there's a guy that I, I reached out to actually saw him at our service last night. He's coming from a church that uh, has a lot of issues uh, recently. You know, somebody came in and just started roster change, just getting rid of everybody and everything. And uh, he and his wife got out. And so I found out that they were great musicians. And so I want to get together with him. But it's not because I want him on my team. It's because Mm -hmm. I've seen that happen before. And I want him to know that there's a church and a person and a group of people that Mm -hmm. care about him and his wife and their future plans for a family and all that but it's so hard to reach out to somebody in that situation and mm-hmm. not sound like a snake because everything sounds like, you know, oh, well, I know this person and because of their talents, because of what they can give yeah. me, because of this, that's why I'm reaching out. No, I'm reaching out because I care about my brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. But it, it's hard to ever sound that way, especially in the 21st century, because everything is motive. You have to figure out what the motive is behind people's actions, behind people's words. Yeah. But when it doesn't show up, you're very confused. And in, unless it sustains that you eventually revert back to the, Oh, it's because of this. Yeah. But if it sustains the grace and the, the uh, mercy and the desire to have people in fellowship, that's when things are like, Oh, maybe they do actually care. This is odd, you know? Mm-hmm. And eventually they'll, they'll, their heart will heal in those areas. You know, they might still have their reservations and that's fine. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is something that cut you pretty deep to the point that it's a song four years later. Hey, um, don't judge me. <laughs> I, no, I'm just it's. It is what to it get is. it out. I, we all cope differently. We got to get it out. I tell people, quit holding stuff in. Let it yeah. out. And, and then the, it took me four years. <laughs> the only reason that I haven't done anything related to the struggles of my life is because if I brought it back up now, it would be like just ripping a wound back open. God has sealed it enough to the point that I don't have to deal with it. And I'm thankful for that. But if I were to go back and try and reconnect with those feelings, 
Zach or I would be dealing with a completely different hunter, and that's not what he wants. Yeah. And I, I'd rather not jeopardize my marriage, my relationship with my children, just for the sake of getting music out of it. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't misunderstand. Yeah. I do want a completely different hunter, but that's yeah, not yeah, the one yeah. I want. Yeah, different but, hunter, but not me. He wants <laughs> Earth 333 or something. I don't remember yeah. what the MCU is. But I uh, completely I completely get that. Like, As for me, I'm one of them people who, like, I get super depressed and like I'll lay in bed and that's the things that pop up in my head are all the times that people have done things, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just better for me to get them out. You know, like when I wrote the lyrics to that song, it was like six months ago and I was going through a depressive state and I was laying in bed and I was like, I got to get this out. And, you know, and I think a lot of us do that. Like, you know, I I don't know about y'all, but like I have a notebook by my bed, and when I get in a depressed mode, like you know, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to move. I'm grabbing my notebook and I'm writing some crap down, you know. And I got to get it out because if I don't, I'm an overthinker. I'll think about that for like three days straight. Like, dang, what could I have done different? Why? Why me? You know? Yeah. I can't believe it. You know? And it just goes on and on and on. So. I did that for, like I said, four years thinking the same thing. And I was like, every time I get depressed, like now I got to, I got to get it out. <laughs> yeah. So for y'all yeah. who struggle, that's probably a good idea. Maybe y'all yeah. should try it. Yeah, definitely keep a notebook or something. I have my apps, you know, the notes app or whatever. That's mm-hmm. what I yep. use. That's what I use. But I'm old school. I like to write. I do use a note app sometimes, but like, uh, I don't like typing. Just like, I don't like <laughs> reading audio book or, um, um books on screens like i actually have to have the book yeah i mean that's a little different for me i definitely prefer the actual book i hate reading the bible off my phone it's the <laughs> feels wrong but anyway uh we got one more section and uh it's the oh i should have seen the signs honestly this this spot yeah go ahead chris i'll let you talk about it <laughs> What can I say that aren't even been said? Yeah, I, I know. Red flags, red flags, red flags. I don't care about them red flags. I care about this person. I don't care about them red flags. I care about this person. Yep. Now now it's happening. I'm like, what yeah, the, the? Surprise <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the? What the beep? Yeah. Did I do? <laughs> I, I beat myself. Y'all seen that? Good job. <laughs> but, oh, uh, no. How could I have ever seen this coming? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like... I've neglected myself because a lot of people, a lot of people like, I'm trying to think of all these things as, that I do and in case somebody else does it too and whatever. But like, I hate when people like are upset. Does that make, you know, mm, empathy? Yeah. Oh, I've got it bad. People have called, like, I don't really believe in the whole empath and all that kind of thing. But that's yeah, what, I mean, the, the super, not supernatural, but uh, the, uh, I get what you mean. The yeah, the out Which, there kind of stuff, the new age thinking. Yeah, the it's astrology not, I mean, stuff and yeah, all that. Yeah, you can be empathetic without you know. Yeah, writing your your signal, uh, whatever the, <laughs> the uh, astrological what sign uh, with a crystal on your bed I'm an, post em- or I'm an empath because I'm a Capricorn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that kind of stupid empath stuff. But obviously, empathy is is. Yeah, so I'm like, an empath because I'm an asparagus. <laughs> Well, so like for me, it's like, like I try to please. <laughs> I try to please everybody, right? Yeah. Because 
how can I explain it? I'm trying to think of the right words. So I try to please everybody because if if something happens and like they're unhappy, I feel it. You know what I'm yep. saying? I feel like I failed. And it's really uh can y'all hear that tapping? I'm trying to think. <laughs> it's 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 really like confusing and frustrating in your head because part of you is like, let it go. They probably ain't mad at you. And the other part's like, oh, they mad, bro. They ain't gonna mm -hmm. talk to you. They ain't gonna, and then it's like, I have no friends, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so so what was I on? I'm 80. No. <laughs> Can we all pause for a second and appreciate just how Southern Chris sounded when he said that? What, that said last what? little rant section you just had was... I don't remember what I said. <laughs> just listen back, you'll hear it. Yeah, when when we released the episode and we listened back. No, like, I don't know what it was, the way you said like, it. Do I really sound like that? <laughs> no. No, I don't listen but... back to my voice. I like mute my voice as long as I know it's there and in the correct audio spot. I mute it so I don't have to listen to myself talk. All I hear is Zachariah laughing at what I said and then yelling at me or responding to whatever it was. Oh, so I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say was it said uh, I neglected myself, you know, because a lot of them times is I will go out of my way or if like someone's like, I got, can I borrow like a hundred dollars because I got to pay a bill or my light's going to get cut off and all that. If it's like between me helping them and my bill, I don't do it anymore. I don't got better, but I used to just, I right, here, just, you know, yeah. pay back when you can. I worry about my stuff later. I just want to make sure you're all right. And that's what I mean by neglecting yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that like, if you specifically like look at a relationship, you know, like a romantic relationship. I think too often people make the mistake of putting everything into their partner and not that you shouldn't but give you should them keep true to yourself too. Like not that you shouldn't, you know, be attentive to their needs. Mm -hmm. And, but there is a point, especially like in a new relationship, you know, you're in a new relationship it may not be the smartest, wisest move to just throw everything in 100%, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, yeah, I think you got what I'm saying. We're I'm, talking outside of the covenant of marriage. That's the, yeah. the important part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the thing that my, the pastor that married my wife and I uh, described, and I've heard it described by many other pastors as well, but the... Uh, the idea of a marriage being a triangle, so the your relationship with your wife... You know, so your wife is one corner and you're in the other bottom corner and God mm -hmm. is the top corner of the triangle. As you get closer to God, you know, the triangle gets smaller. That distance mm -hmm. between you and your wife gets smaller as well. Yeah. So, like, that's that's the whole point. As you two approach God, so, like, obviously, if you notice in the triangle, if, if I were to get closer to God but my wife doesn't, the distance between my wife and I either stays the same or grows. I don't remember how math works with triangle and... The it Pythagorean theorem, but anyway, that's it, so it would grow. Yeah, so it's the distance between you and the other person. It's greater distance because now you're closer in the other spot. Yeah, so it'd have because it would have to borrow over. Think to of it like equation. a straight line. Yeah, but if you kick it like this, it becomes yep. longer. And I yep. know that because I do a lot of measuring at work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just more of a out of my head thinking, but yeah. So that would get your distance would be more, but as you both approach your relationship with God with greater intent, you get closer, you get closer to each other. 
So that's that's the way that I see it. Um, obviously, that is intended for marriage because there are a lot of things that uh, I would say can't, but let's use the word shouldn't, <laughs> happen outside of marriage. Let's just be honest. It happens for a lot of people. Um, not that I'm condoning it. It's just what it is. Um, but there are things that are intended for the covenant of marriage, and that's to be enjoyed in that case. And that could also very easily help you grow together. But I guess likewise, the closer you grow with your spouse, the further away you can get from God as well, because that yeah. distance would continue to grow. Yeah. So if you put everything in your spouse and none in God and don't keep him first, then obviously it's going to be bad. But if you put all in God and you're not considering your spouse in any way and you're not helping grow them, especially as the head of, you know, as a guy, mm-hmm. they're going to fall too. <laughs> so it's not yeah. going to be great. Um, right. And I'm not. I don't think I said that as well as I could, but that's okay. I was just you know, more clarifying something a, that I thought of. In a let's say a new relationship, if you've been dating I someone can't be for in a two new weeks, I'm married. Wait, it ain't all about you. I'm gonna <laughs> slap this guy. Okay, so Chris, when did you? You said earlier you just started dating someone. How long have you been dating them? Mm, like two weeks. Yeah, I actually had the two weeks in my head, so it would not Look be smart for Chris. To be looking at this person right now that he's been dating for two weeks and preparing everything in, in his life for that person mm-hmm. to say, well, this person, I don't know, this person lives 45 minutes away. I'm going to sell my house and move so I'm closer to them. And then I'm going to get a job up there that's closer to them. And I'm going to start preparing this and that so that, you know, 10 years from now when yeah. we're still together, like, my life is completely central to this person. And then not to like, I don't believe in jinxes, but to quote unquote jinx you, Chris, six weeks from now they break up. And then all of a sudden he's got all these things that are in the middle that he's in the middle of. And they've all just fallen to pieces. You know, I'm taking bets now. Six weeks. (laughs) Plus or minus. I mean, and it's funny. It's funny that y'all bring that up because like, kind of like what um, Zechariah said, but like, so I've had relationships I told you I'm traumatized. So I'm like, what do you want? But at the same time, I'm like, I want to please this person, you know, and then go same thing with like, Oh, you want to go here? You want to go to the beach? Ah, I'll work twice next. You know, I'll pull overtime for three weeks and I'll get the rent paid. Just go, you know? Hmm. And that's like, that's like not, (laughs) that's putting it all into here and not taking care of yourself. And I think that's that was the big point. Like, I think I want in that last section for people to get across. Like, take care of yourself, because you know, mm. if you don't take care of yourself, there's no, you know what I mean. <laughs> you yeah, get and all I think screwed up in the head. I think that yeah, there there is a point too where it's like if you are doing so much for another person that you are physically neglecting yourself and your own well being, then that's an issue. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if. If I was working three jobs, if because right now I work full time, I work maybe 45 hours a week right now. Mm-hmm. If I were to be like, if if my wife was just like, we need more money. I, I need money for this and that and this and that. You need a second job. And I get a second job and I work 20 hours a week after, on second shift after my first shift job. And then she's like, it's still not enough. I need more. I need you to get like another job. And so I work like an early morning, you know, shift that's like 1 a.m. to, you know. 6 a.m. and then I go into work at 7 at my full-time job at that point there is an issue with the relationship and like I am neglecting my own well-being 
Yeah, so like I you exactly <laughs> did that. I exactly did. So at the time, I owned my own business, flipping houses. Hmm. All right. So I'd be like, oh, like I said, nope, you want to go there? Let's go. But I would like <laughs> be working 24, literally 24 seven to make up for it. Yeah. You know, literally, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't sleep. I would, you know, and it was getting bad, you know, and which I've always been a workaholic. That's kind of like one of the things too, is like when I get in a bad mood, it, my work's there, I can go focus on that for a minute, you know? So, but as you give more to someone else, I feel like you're less true to yourself too. Not saying you shouldn't give yourself to people, but like you should let yourself open up, but also like be true to who you are. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm getting frustrated because I keep forgetting where I was going. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, and I, I know this is probably what you intend, Chris. Um, obviously, when, when you say true to yourself, it's about maintaining your health, your relationship with God, the, the mental stability and sanity that we need in order to function. He's not saying just do whatever. <laughs> Did you read my mind? I, exactly I try I mean. not to. Then there's no way I did because my wife thinks that I can, and I can't. Or at least I, I know I can't. Yeah. Well, no, you just so, can't read hers. Uh, that's maybe what it is. Maybe it's you. <laughs> we're soulmates, Chris. That's what it is. <laughs> <How's> that? <laughs> I mean, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Deathcore, Metalcore. Like, come on. What else like is Harry, there? Do you like Harry Potter too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your second hair for? You don't like it? What? <laughs> Wizards are from the devil. No, but I I think we I think we've covered the lyrics well enough, and I I know it it tells a story, and that's that's the biggest thing. And I hope that people who struggle with similar situations or otherwise have dealt with this uh, feel some security and some relief in what we've said about how to manage and maintain these types of things. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is letting people know that they're not alone through that. Yeah, because it when, sucks to be alone. Yeah, when you feel alone through and the unfortunately, because of anxiety and depression, a lot of times we're t we tell ourselves that we're alone, even if we're not. <laughs> so, yeah, because we get to that. I don't want to bother nobody. Yeah, you don't want to be know? the burden. You don't want to be the friend that exactly. drags everybody down. Yeah, it, I mean, what was it? We, we I had two weeks ago, I don't remember what it was. I was just feeling extremely stressed. Honestly, since... Since things have changed for Blue Fire Horizon, there's been a lot that has fallen on me. Not to say that other people don't have a burden. Zachariah carries quite a bit as well. I um, got a lot for him. But <laughs> I, I had just a lot of things going on at once, and it was like, what, a day and a half, maybe two days max, that I just wasn't responding as much as usual to Zachariah. And he just said, you know, hey, what's going on? You really haven't been talking. And I'm like, shoot, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to so, me. <laughs> so even though I didn't want to be like, hey, Zachariah, everything kind of sucks right now. <laughs> he, he made me say it. So I, I told him, you know, we talked about it and everything was great. So uh, I'm feeling better even from that, though really nothing's changed, to be honest. It's yeah. just more of it's talking good. about it. It's good to get it out. So if you feel like you're the burden, don't. You're yeah. going to tell yourself you are, but you're not. Don't. It's funny Most how people... I've, had, I've had people that I know that have texted me that they were struggling with something. And at any time, it's always like, man, how can I pray for you? Like, yeah. I'm always, I always want to be supportive and help them through anything, talk it through. And yet anytime when I'm struggling with something, I'm like, I don't want to say anything because they're going to look at the text and be like, oh, 
I don't want to mm, deal no, with that. Not, not you this know, again. and it's like, yeah. why? Why do I think that? Because anytime anyone ever reaches out, or you know, everyone's yeah. always like, "Oh man, how can I help you?" But then, mm. like, you assume they're always gonna look at it and be like, "Oh, this yeah. dummy yeah. again." Especially <laughs> like so. So that's exactly how I feel. Like, I've I hate to say it, but I've sent the "Oh, I'm ready to end my life" text a lot mm. in my life, and you know, then I'll delete it. And it's like, I just, I'll just go do it and won't tell nobody. Cause I don't want to burden them with that because then I feel like if I say this and I don't, then I just made them worry for nothing. And I feel bad about it, you know, but then yeah. it hits like, well, if I do this and they didn't, I didn't at least tell them, then I feel bad because I didn't, <laughs> tell them, you know what I'm saying? Before I, I, cause I want to mention our, our discord about prayer and stuff. First things first, though, if you ever get a text from somebody that says that, never, ever take it as a joke or that they're just, you know, messing around, regardless of how many times they've sent it to you in the past. Because if this is the time that they're serious and they do it and you didn't say anything or you didn't do anything, I'm I'm not even going to say it. I have bad words. I'm not happy about that. I would yeah. be very angry if I ever found out that somebody like saw a text that said that somebody was going to end their life and they just didn't respond or otherwise. Yeah. That's not, not okay. Yeah. I but anyway, before, <laughs> before I like just blow up on that, uh, for those of, uh, of you who haven't joined our discord, please go and do that. I usually put the link in the, in the notes, but I say that because we have a prayer request channel in our discord that people can just post anything and everything, and people will react, you know, with uh, a prayer reaction. And I don't mean that to be, you know, I hate that it's the whole, you know, like someone comments um, on a really bad post, you know, just praying, because that that sounds so like lackluster like and like yeah, like they don't <laughs> care. It's like what I, what time does it take to just say praying? But I hope that people actually do take the time. Yeah. And from the people that I know in our Discord that do react to those things, I trust that those who react to the prayer requests are actually following through. I and was, I believe that I was they gonna do. say I can yeah. vouch for oh, yeah. I'm not saying that I feel they like don't. I it's can just, vouch for the people yeah. in our Discord or at least a majority yes. of them that if so, they say they're gonna pray for you, they're in, they're praying for yeah, you. Yeah, in fact often that's the thing that I pull up when I have my my designated prayer time for, you know, alternate things, not things that I pray for, you know, every morning. But when yeah. I stop for a moment to really pray about things for other people that's usually what I pull up, even if there's nothing new. And there isn't always something new in there. Honestly, a lot of it's just the same stuff because mm. people only post so often. But yeah, if if you guys, those who are listening, aren't in our Discord, go and, and join that. If you have a prayer request, even if it's a personal one, send it to Zach or I or I. It doesn't matter. You don't have to put it in the prayer request thing if it's personal. But we, we like to have it in there so that way our community can pray for you. Yep, and we've said it many times. Um, find us on Facebook. Yep, Hunter Chapin. Zachariah is a real turnage. Yes, I have my middle name on Facebook because I'm one of those people. Um, As if there's another Zachariah turnage out there. Right, right, right. There is. There's and, actually a doctor know. named Zachariah turnage that for the <laughs> longest time, if you Google Zachariah turnage, he's who comes up. Anyway. And I just <laughs> but, I just want to say, too, like, also, I know y'all talking about y'all can reach out to them, but, like, if, if you're going through some stuff, like, specifically that I've been through, too, and you need to talk to someone, my name is Chris Daniel, you know, mm-hmm. It's a simple name. You can yep. find me. And, find us on you know, Facebook. Yeah, yep. and just message me. I promise you, I will be there. If it's 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, I yep. will be there. Yeah, we, we yep. will. any of us will respond as soon as we see the message. If we don't see it right away, I apologize. You know, 
I have kids. Chris has kids. Zachariah works stupid hours, and then everything else is Blue Fire Horizon at this point. <laughs> but like, as soon as we see messages, which is usually within minutes, mm-hmm. we respond. Yeah. As long as it's uh, if you're not a friend on Facebook and you hit me with the hey, yeah. if you yeah, have something that you want prayer <laughs> about or you want to talk to me about something, say it right away. Because if I yeah. see a a message from someone who I don't have a mutual friend or that it I don't know, hey. that's a hey, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, because I, I get enough spam that, yeah. that like you know. So if our our uh, our uh, DMs are open. Yep. You know. If you can't find our personal pages, band message page. the band page. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Hunter and I are the ones that uh, run the, well, mostly me, the yep. Facebook page. I so. run the Instagram entirely, but we, you for sure manage most yeah. of the Facebook. I'll have more than one person that runs things. If we didn't, we'd all we'd all be gone. I would be in a tomb. <laughs> There's no way. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to make it sound like Logan and Taman don't do anything, but like I kind of put myself in that role. <laughs> you know yeah. I was like, now, now it gets, as we get bigger, it gets more of a hassle. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely reach out to us. It's, it's more important that we hear you than for you to take your life or to do something that would harm you or others. I would much rather have that. So please talk to us. Um, Chris, any closing comments on Judas? Not the person, the song. <laughs> I was going to say, he sucks. No, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, he really doesn't suck because if it wasn't for him, like, it had to happen. You know, it had to happen that way. Yep. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, was, it was Jewish prophecy, and, I mean, we just didn't know who the betrayer was, and we knew that the Son of Man had to die, but uh, Jesus knew. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I said. I can't stress enough, like, the main point is to – you know, watch for the red flags <laughs> and don't let yourself get drugged down because, mm. you know, it, like you said, it'll drag you away from your family, God, you know, you, before you even realize it, you know, it can happen in a flash, you know? Yep, absolutely. So I just want everybody to be, I guess, more true to themselves, you know? I don't want anybody to go through like what I went through, you know what I mean? And so, like I said, if anybody's going through that, hopefully they can listen to the song and, you know, hopefully the last part, you know, I'll forgive you. And, you know, I hope that that can bring some comfort. Like we don't have to settle for what we've been through. We don't have to harp on, they did us wrong. Like it's easier just to, forgive and move on because you not trust me is <laughs> trust me four years of thinking of the same thing is not fun you know just get it out and let it go that's yep. what i'll get yep roman well, romans eight twenty eight. god works all things to the good of those who love him in christ jesus so it's we got to remember that even in our struggles that God is doing something, whether those trials are for us to grow in our relationship or if uh, they're to convict the other person of their wrongdoing, whatever it is, let us uh, continue to glorify him in all that we're doing. Oh yeah. And I fully believe on learning lessons. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can, you can very much try to do the right thing and end up uh, learning that uh, 
you did the right thing, and then it turned into the wrong thing because you enabled rather than helped. But uh, that being said, Chris, as always, where do we find you? Where is Return to Sender? Are they still everywhere? Can we find everywhere. you everywhere? Everywhere. Even in our closets? I mean... No, no, they came out of the closet I mean, a long time I mean, ago. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a construction oh. worker. I could say something, but I'm not going That's, to. Yeah. <laughs> just, just delete that joke. <laughs> oh. No, leave oh, that in there. No. <laughs> hey, it's good to have a sense of humor. Listen, I say this all the time. The Lord has a good sense of humor. He made me, and I'm always joking on everybody. <laughs> Let me see a flaw. I'm about to, mm, about to get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's got to have a sense of humor. I, I told my parents when I was five years old that as soon as I turned 18, I would never go back to church. So obviously God has a sense of humor. <laughs> you going to learn today. Yeah, since I'm in a Christian metal band and a worship leader and all, <laughs> you know, yeah, God has a sense of humor. He made a joke out of me. Really? <laughs> that young? I was like 19 when I told my parents I wasn't going back to church. You sure told them. Yeah, that lasted like two yeah. weeks. I was like, I was, I was like, like 19, and my dad's like, okay, then uh, if you're not going to, then uh, you house. can't be in my house. Yeah, get out. I was like 15 or 16 before I <laughs> really got into a church. So. We all have our stories. But anyway, find Return to Sender everywhere. We got the links in the, the notes, as always. Like I said, Discord, join us. It's a community. It's not. It's not a fan club. We love to talk. We love to share memes. Really, it's a lot of memes. Yeah, um, it's like 90% memes, I think. I was going to yeah. say, that's what I wish for, and I'm glad that y'all do stuff like this, because, you know, I wish that the Christian metal community was closer, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, closer together, because there's a lot of division in it, I feel like. But, you know, but I, also because there's so many different doctrines and so many yeah. different, you know... And you know, oh, don't just... get Zachariah's not allowed to talk on this one. I'm just gonna say, Chris, you're right. And I, what I'm gonna say <laughs> is that we have enough divisions, but the thing is, and I think that we've done a lot of, of this groundwork. Granted, Zachariah and I, concerning our doctrinal beliefs, are probably some of the not gonna say most divisive, but we have a lot of stuff that would really cut out a solid chunk of believers, mm-hmm. and that's just in a general sense. But I say that because most of those things, I'd say 99% of those things, are not salvifically required. You know, the thing, they're not going to be the things that save you. Yeah. Jesus Christ alone can do that. So as long as we can agree on some of the main points, we're good to go. Obviously, we can talk and debate about the rest of it. That's fine. But don't let that harm our relationship with one another because, yes, we need to be solidified as much as we can granted jude the book of jude was wrote so that uh he could say yeah you know i've seen the discretions between us and i need to make sure that you believe the same thing we believe but a lot of paul was also correcting people in their wrongdoings mm-hmm. but encouraging them it was I, never a it was never a, di- a division of the church but a unification i yeah. i will say so just because i think it's an important lesson i'm gonna i'm not gonna name names but yesterday literally yesterday yeah um, Ooh. I had, Ooh. I got into a discussion on Facebook, Hunter, what, no, no. well, well yes, but in a, messenger. in a messenger chat with uh, me, Hunter course. and a couple so not, other yeah, guys, not a public discussion. So these are people that we're relatively close with. Yep. Okay. And we got into a discussion about specific doctrine. Okay. That we are on very opposing sides of very much, mm-hmm. very strongly disagree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I know I got frustrated with it, you know, and I, I may have said a couple things that like were a little bit passive aggressive. I don't think it was super harsh or anything like that, but I know 100% I was a little passive aggressive with mm-hmm. what I said. And after having a couple hours to like cool down, I messaged the two of them and I was like, hey, we don't agree, period. We're not going to get back into the discussion because we don't agree. We made our points. We said what needed to be said. Leave it where it is because we don't need to argue further or anything like that. But mm-hmm. we're brothers in Christ. We can disagree on some things and it doesn't mean that not that we're not saved. And I think that it's more important that we are unified as brothers in Christ. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I apologize yeah. for any passive aggressive <laughs> remarks I made, you know, because I think that's important is that so many times we as Christians disagree on things that, again, aren't necessary to salvation. Mm-hmm. And we allow those things to completely divide us and be like, well, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> I got my friends over here that believe what I believe. You got yours over there. Let's just not not talk, not meet. We're good. And then it creates these massive divisions within the church where you have 50 different denominations, more than that. But, you know, that Which I think it, I think my it denomination to, is better than yours. You know, that's what I, was gonna say. Not, I think it comes down to the whole human. I got to be right thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. You know, and oh, I, I'm right. You're wrong. And when it doesn't really even matter about that, you know, I believe that's Paul's thorn. People, some people say that he was attracted to men or whatever, you know, stupid things. I believe Paul's thorn is that he was so smart that he could destroy anybody in an argument. I think that was Paul's thorn yeah. because he he just wanted to be right all the time. I'm sure because second to Jesus Christ alone in his teachings I, I hate to say the word idolize, but Paul is like somebody that I idolize. He has phenomenal words, the way that he speaks in his letters to all the churches. It, I think that the fact that such a significant portion of the New Testament was yeah. written by Paul yeah. is yeah. shows what a wise teacher he was. Yes, well, and that's the thing. That's why I think it's his thorn. But anyway, before we start getting on a bunch of other stuff <laughs> now, the, yeah, it's very, very important that we understand what is truly necessary and what is not. Mm-hmm. So and that's where apologetics and theology comes in, which is why it's important to know your Bible. I'm not saying that you have to be the scholar that teaches at the the greatest college of you know whatever that's not happen. I'm from yeah, the whatever <laughs> whatever denomination you're a part of. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying you have to be smarter than your pastor. All I'm saying is that if Jesus wants us to know Him, the way to do so is the Bible. That's all we have. You know, you can pray, and that's a, a relationship that's between you and God. But that should come out of a knowledge of the Bible as well. But anyway, so like I said, find return to sender on all platforms. Check your closet just in case. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, we will have everything in the notes. And Chris, as always, it was great to have you on. Oh, yeah. Great to be here. Like I said, anytime y'all want another comedy show, just let me know. It's Yeah. (laughs) I think we have people are going to picture. Listen, people are going to picture of. Big fat guy just coming out the closet like screaming at him now. Santa? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you, how no. did you how do you know my nightmares like that? <laughs> What's the other one from Santa? What's the uh the, I guess the evil one? Uh, Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. Yes. It's yeah. when I scream, it's more like that. <laughs> okay. So fat Krampus, that's what I'm looking for. There we go. Cram- wait, Krampus wasn't fat? That's, yeah. that's Krampus wasn't fat? 
No. Dang. No. No, but that's your nickname from now on is Fat Krampus. <laughs> Bet. Change it on that's, Facebook. That's what I'm calling you from now on. You are Fat Krampus. I'm going to be like, who? What if I get skinny? You'll still be Fat Krampus. Just, just Krampus. <laughs> no. I don't plan on getting skinny anytime All soon, right. so don't worry about it. <laughs> I like Before this gets much. worse, here comes the song. Judas is up next. God bless, guys. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of $1, $5, or $10. All money helps keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser known Christian artists. Thank you for listening, and God bless.